Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So what do you, what do you mean by, what do you mean by that? So I'm used to like my group of friends, like our, our regular life can like, like distort our perceptions. So I generally feel like the people around me, um, you know, I have a group of friends, they're beautiful, intelligent, uh, incredibly driven, ambitious, intellectually curious, you know, my best friend started up a book club podcast because you want to read books more and stuff. Right, right, right. So I'm spending more time trying to network more, get outside of my little circle, and I'm realizing, like, yeah, duh, not everybody's like my friends. A lot of, like, we talked about this last episode about how hot, you know, attractive people are having a different experience, but especially for attractive women or women who are above the standard deviation of attractiveness, they don't have to be intelligent if they don't want to. They can still have a really good life. And, like, Chris Rock had this joke about how, like, hot girls never know what street they're on. Right, or what time it is. Yeah, or what time. They don't need to. Like, everything's going to work out. It's going to be fine. So I was... So in my mind, I'm like, how do you combat that? Like, how do you get... Oh, we're talking about networking. Yeah. We're talking about... Cat, um, networking more. Go ahead. I'm networking more, and so I'm meeting a larger variety of people and realizing in it's 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 different when you see things for yourself. You can kind of know something, but then it's different when you see it in real life where it's like, wow, I do understand in a way why men get frustrated dealing with women. I know why I get frustrated dealing with men, definitely, but because we we should be making an attempt to understand each other, like seeing it from the point of view of men, it would be really irritating to have to spend time with someone who doesn't have to take the time or effort to form critical or cohesive thoughts. Oh, yeah. and Or um, listening to these people tell you how easy life is. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, or try to give you, like, try to really, like, give people game. That's the other thing, too, because mm-hmm. it's one thing if you're 
not intelligent. Not everybody's intelligent. Not no. everybody can be. And that doesn't mean you're not valuable. But it's another thing to like try to give game to people when you don't have any. Like that's the thing. Like there's game, but then there's also privilege. Privilege, yeah. That's like hacking the game. You have a hack, but you yeah. not everybody can use that hack. Right. That is true. I think um I feel that way about I can't uh, really hear my ear my earbuds. My hear my I don't know if I need to though, because I do I do worse when I hear myself. Yeah, I can't wrestle now. Uh, I think that that's why it's hard for anybody to give um, game because there's so many, like what works for you, like literally would never work for somebody else. Even in, even in the podcast space, like I, I, I would get super frustrated at first because I felt like, I felt like the conversations that people were having it wasn't well. It wasn't about. It, it, I had a I had a misunderstanding about podcasting when I first got into it. So let's just get that out of the way. I had this understanding. I thought that it was about content still, and it's not about content. It's never about the content. But I should have learned that when it was when I was doing music. That it's never about the music at all. It's never about um, how good your song is or whatever. It's about networking and um, who you know and who likes you and who can do favors for you. And all of that shit. But when you see people that are beautiful, they're rarely ever as talented as they're perceived. Because why would you have to be? So it's like like <clears throat> Beyonce, for instance. Beyonce is beautiful. But outside of the singing... We don't know how much talent she has. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't have to write her songs. She doesn't have to come up with her dances. She doesn't have to come up with her her look. She doesn't have to do anything. She hires people who idolizes her because she's the queen. And boom, you get this you get this megatron of artists compiling their talents to make another artist look great. And I feel like that with podcasting, like you have a bunch of <clears throat> I always wonder why beautiful women, I always wonder why women idolize beautiful women. Like, beautiful women can just sell anything. They can sell fucking tummy tea, they can sell makeup, they can sell hair products, they can sell anything. You don't even know if they're really using the hair products, you've never even seen them drink the tea, you've never seen them in anything, but a lot of women gravitate towards beautiful women. I mean, so, does, so do men. Yeah, we like to watch hot people do stuff. Like yeah, as human but, beings, we like that. But the but the way the world opens up for hot people is just different. It's just you don't necessarily have to do anything because people just want to be around you. Yeah. It's called the halo effect. That's what like, it's Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like I don't it's got that. psychologically, like when people uh like it's it's part of uh, people want to say yes before you even ask the question. Like when you have charisma, sure, when I'll you do have like for you. Yeah. yeah. And so um that. Okay, yeah. So that's the halo effect. When you mentioned Beyonce, so I think 
she is talented. Like, the reason why she's successful is because she did used to have to do all those things, styling, writing, choreography. Now she's got excellent... One of the things, whenever I watch her documentaries, I'm impressed by her management skills. Because, like, I can't get one bad bitch to do what I want to do. And she'll have, like, 50 of them doing exactly what she said. So to me, that's impressive because she inspires that... Her leadership inspires people. Right. So I think that's one of her biggest talents. But it's always been funny to me. Like, I wouldn't buy makeup because Beyonce endorsed it. It's like, you don't even need makeup. Like, I would want right. the makeup that, like, Oprah uses. Like, if she was advertising makeup, I'll be like, yeah, I'll buy that. Why? But I'm like, because it works. Like, you've seen Oprah with and without makeup. Whatever makeup she's using works. Okay. Like, Got if it. it's Halle Berry or, like, Beyonce or anybody else who's, like, classically attractive and mm-hmm. they're selling makeup, it's like, that's not doing anything. You were already gorgeous. You're already fine as hell. Yeah. And it's like, boy, how is this going to help me? But the, the, the networking part, like... <clears throat> How do you feel like, how do you, how do you, how have you not used your beauty privilege to elevate your art? I like, have. Why, oh. But what do you <laughs> Like, say, people what, want to talk to you. Like, it's easier to network, like, get an in if people are like, because like, I do make an effort at these things. I try to look nice, mm-hmm. put myself together. So I think I do benefit. Mm-hmm. from it it's just you know it's a scale like you can only leverage it so much like people who are like tens they can get away with like some awful behavior like i'm i can only get away with so much mm. what's awful behavior i mean oof, i'm put something on the spot i don't know like what's an example because i really haven't i don't deal with i don't you know date women so, like, I don't know what it's like to—I'm just observing. Right. So, because even in my own experience, if I'm dating, let's say, a man who's, like, more attractive, like, in certain ways, like, I can't tell—because of how he's been treated his whole life, there's certain thing, ways that I have to, like, be more accommodating because I know if I'm just straightforward— like, you know, they'll be so used to a different type of treatment. And, like, I'll try to break it down and be like, look, you're in hot guy world. Yeah, yeah, You know, like, you, we might have to maneuver through regular people's stuff sometimes, so just be cool. Because it'll be kind of, like, temperamental, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Like, they're just like, why isn't, why aren't we getting free appetizers? It's like, that doesn't happen everywhere. Yeah, 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 motherfucker looking around like, the world (laughs) hates me. You'd be like, no, the world is, this is. like, why didn't someone pick up our bill? It's like, yeah, that doesn't, yeah, we're just regular. Yeah, I I often don't like the, the networking thing because it's all based on attractiveness, I think. Or who, who, like, I think, like, benefits like if like a guy like a guy is more interested in talking to a beautiful woman because or helping her out because i might get to fuck yeah it's helping you to some dick yeah yeah <laughs> and a, a guy like if i go to, if i walk up to a guy and be like yo i do this this and he's like oh okay but for me like i'd be wanting to have a hot girl be like a fan of Black Widow and just slide in people's DMs and be like, listen to this podcast I'm a part of. You know what I'm saying? Because That's if, persuasive. Yeah, because if I do it, they're not going to no. block, delete. Like, this <laughs> motherfucker is a creep. But I don't, like, I don't even, I don't know. If, like, sometimes it seems like 
women don't want to use that privilege. Well, it's dangerous, right? Because, like, if you're offering up something, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't try to go too hard with it because if you're too... um, Friendly. Yeah. It sends the wrong message where it's like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, network for real. Like, I feel like the anytime I do do networking stuff generally and, like, I connect with men, usually it's just because they want to, Mm -hmm. you know, date. For lack of, you know, you can say the word. You're grown. You're <laughs> they right, want to so. fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's so okay. it's like, yeah. And so a lot of times I'll just be like, you know, maybe I should just, you know, try to network with women more and stuff like that. Cause I don't want to send that message. Like, you don't want to be immediately like, hey, I'm not offering anything in that arena. Like, I'm generally here to network and like try to meet people in the industry and like build relationships. You're like, yeah, right. Bust that pussy open. <laughs> But I think our society is kind of like that because everything is kind of like centered around sex and conquest and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I get what you're saying because networking stuff, like it doesn't, it has nothing to do with content. No. People want a vibe around you and want to feel a certain way around right. you. You have to finesse people. Everybody, because my whole thing is like trying to be persuasive, but you persuade different people in different ways. Like what it's game. Like everything that works on this person doesn't work on this person. Trying to, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. I think that with you saying that, hello, everybody. My name is Eric Dizzy, and this is another episode of Ignorant Philosophy. And um, during the mic test, she brought a cat, my favorite person to talk to, brought up. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. You're always very considerate. Yes. Um, not always. But cat brought up a great point Generally. about uh, networking. And that has been one of my weakest points up until recently is because recently I was connected with somebody um, at a job, um, potential potential job um, on the table. And because we met via email and phone and because he's older and he's married and he just loves audio, it was easy for me to network with that person. It's not about content. It's about my ability to make shit sound good. So it's not even about none of that. He needs – he – tries to hire black and brown people. That's it. And he need they need somebody, so it worked out. But in the past, my attitude prevented me from playing a game. So I'll meet somebody, and because of where I'm from and how I was raised, I have a bullshit meter that I just can't ignore. And a lot of the times... I see that people are on bullshit or that they don't have as much power as, they, as they're as they trying to elude that they have. So for me, it bothers me when you trying to make me feel small when in actuality you don't necessarily have any power. Like, to me, networking, if you, you can, so say like somebody comes to you, right? You're out at where, whatever event. They know you work with me. Mm-hmm. Networking and you having power is, hey, I would like to get in touch with Eric because I want to write for him. Then you could immediately pick up the phone and say, hey, Eric, I got somebody here that want to talk to you. Hold on. Boom. That's power. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have enough leverage. Juice. Juice for them, for me to go to them and say, yo, I'm a this and I want to work with so-and-so and so-and-so. They'll be like, oh, I'll link you or uh, give me your information. I've had that. It's never a let me text them right now and uh, see if I can give you their information, which 
in actuality, that's how it should go. It should happen that fast because we don't necessarily need email. We don't necessarily need. It's a hey, I'm going to introduce you via Instagram right now, or hey, let's let's um, let's exchange information, um, blah 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 blah. But it's never the environment is never. The environment doesn't necessarily call for that because it's 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 loud. It's everybody trying to talk, so you don't really get to. I guess seventy five seventy five percent of the people are there on their fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so, for... so, yeah. So for <laughs> me, it's like I don't like going to networking events because it's like a let's be braggadocious about things we haven't accomplished yet because nobody in here like y'all ain't really accomplished anything. Y'all still trying. Yeah, like it, uh, like for like. But doesn't that give you an advantage? Like, that's when you can do, like, social jujitsu and be kind of like, well, since you're able to see through the bullshit, because you, you said where you're from. Where are you from? I'm from the ghetto. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't benefit you to bullshit. Like, that bullshit can get you killed. Killed. So it, there's no value in it for you. But for, once again, like I said, networking, you're meeting all kind of variety of people. For people who aren't, you know, from those environments, bullshit is their friend. And so when you're in a position where somebody's on some bullshit and you're not, you can, like, kind of flip it on them. And and a lot of times, too, with people like that, you kind of massage their egos a little bit. At least that's what I do. Because that's the thing. Like, I can't really change the game. Like, we're all, like, players within it. We're, like, moving it. Like, you know, I'm playing my part. So, I don't, like, but I, but the, I, do, I don't like using that power. Like, even if you, so say, like, what, what you, type of power do you like to use? None, really. really? I don't like to. I don't really like to. Oh, not like not powerful. when it not when it comes to controlling other people. Like I even have that problem sexually. Like it's not oh. it's not like a thing that I only don't like doing in social. It's a. I I can't really just dominate without feeling a certain type of way. Like I'm like I'm taking advantage of you. Like I don't and I don't like I don't necessarily like that. But like even if someone's trying to take advantage of you, like to me I never oh, I just, feel I bad just... in those situations. Like if someone's trying to take advantage of me but I actually in reality have the upper hand cuz I feel like that's so much of life where people are trying to convince you that you're actually in a lesser position than you are mm -hmm. so that you'll, you know, take less money or do something for right. them or whatever. And so when someone's coming at me like that and I can perceive that and I can see their bullshit, yeah, I have no problem, like, No, I just, I just power. exit. Oh. Because I, like, I feel like that's how the Me Too movement get a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a, we're at, we're, I'm in power mm -hmm. and you are attractive, mm -hmm. but you want a shot. Mm -hmm. So you use the power that you have. Sex. Or just attraction to get closer to me. But I mean, me. the attraction is based on sexual yeah, attraction. So you use that, you use my sexual attraction to you as a way for you to get closer to me. Then I read it as sexual attraction. And you, you, you're still, you're either, you're using this power for the wrong reasons and you don't have any intentions of fucking me, or you do fuck me with the only intention of me you, me uh, trusting you or wanting you to succeed and keep you around so I can fuck you more, so I give you a, a job. And you, so it's not necessarily that I'm using my power. Well, I am using my power, but you also used your power. Yeah. But I'm the only one that can go to jail for that. Well, here's the thing. 
like in the situation you're describing, that wouldn't be a situation where you go to jail. It, well, it's not illegal, but it's not necessarily like if it's in a work situation, it's not, you know, maybe the best or wisest thing to do. Like, you know, trying to, I mean, you know, working with a co-worker, having sex with a co-worker, like you're in these environments, like when you're in media and entertainment and you're working on a project, it's like, to me, it's just like, okay, maybe hook up after the project's over because then it'll, things can get weird or whatever. But the, I, cause I take your point, like when, when I hear men talk about the Me Too movement, I'm on, I'm two different minds about it. Cause that was the other thing I wanted to talk about was like, how black men view feminism because uh-huh. like on uh fake ass book club we're going to be re- talking about a book on black women and feminism called ain't i a woman uh-huh. by bell hooks and it was fascinating to me because as a black woman when i'm in white spaces i always hear all types of ignorant racist shit and then when I'm in black spaces, I hear all types of, like, misogynistic, which is just a fancy word for woman-hating, like, sentiments. And they're just so ingrained in our society, people don't register it as that. And they get mad if you point it out. Like, I don't hate women. It's like, I don't think you intentionally hate women, but you hold a lot of beliefs that are harmful to women. Same thing with white people where I don't think they're actively out to like destroy black people, but they hold a lot of internalized racism that does hurt black people. Right. So it's when you're in both of those spheres and you're trying to explain it both ways. So when you get into the Me Too movement, which sometimes gets into the intersectionality of that, where, um, because I don't want to just say women, because it's not like women can't misuse their power either. Um, when they're in a position of power and but women uh, never, demand women sex are never, from a subordinate. Women are never women are never reprimanded for their power, ever. Well, I, and see, that's where I'd push back, because that's where the feminism thing is, where basically any woman who's seeking power a lot of times is villainized. So like But I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying in a man and a woman situation. If there's a man and a woman in a situation, a woman is often looked at as a victim, regardless of whatever happens they never they're never a so say like um i don't know if this is i don't know if this ties into it but say like the tory lanes and make this make the stallion situation Mm -hmm. nobody knows what happens nobody really knows what happened in that situation but tory lanes was automatically the villain for a good reason if it's if it was said that you shot a woman nigga you you a bitch and you need to be condemned but as the story as the more and more as the as more and more of the story comes out, it just seems like Megan is full of shit to me. But if she if she is lying, she will never be condemned for weaponizing the police against Tory Lanez or weaponizing well, media wait a minute. against Tory Originally, Lanez. didn't she not even involve the police? Because it sounds like no, originally she there. didn't want to... Well, because, yeah, because the gun was fired. Yeah. But originally she didn't even want to talk to police or cooperate, which is... I have no idea. Which is pretty standard in situations like this. Because for me, when I heard that situation, it sounded like a lot of situations I've heard about between men and women. And I don't... To me, it didn't sound like she was lying. Like, it wasn't the kind of thing where she was even trying to get him locked up or was mad at him about something. It seemed like she probably said some slick... She has this, you know, slick-ass mouth. So she probably said some shit, and it sounds to me like, from what I heard of the story... 
he or someone in his entourage shot a gun at her feet. Like, not to necessarily shoot her, but then some of the debris, because this is the other thing, too. Like, when you shoot guns, it's not just the bullet that does damage. You can have things that fly off from right, when right, you right. shoot the bullet, and that's what got into her, like, foot or whatever, and why she had to go to the hospital. But I'm, I'm more so speaking about just the, the power that she had in that situation, but that it's never— what, What's just, powerful about getting—have you ever been shot at? You don't feel powerful. Well, no— no, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that we don't know who shot it, and and we, and it might not have been him. It was people, other people in the car. I so know, but like even if it's someone in your entourage, it's not in shooting, his, it was just his security guard and her best friend. That's an entourage. Like if it's your security guard, like that's if someone around you, like she even had, if like me and you were hanging out and someone you knew shot at me because I said something right, slick but, to you. But the thing is that you you're using your power to convince people that it was me. Wait, but there's nobody else. But it sounds like it was though. See, like, that's but the thing. That's the, but that's the also the Because thing. what if it was him? That's but what the if thing. it wasn't? If it wasn't, it doesn't sound like she's really going after him, though. Like, it was, is. it seems she's like. saying it, he shot me. But what if he did, though? Like, what if that's the truth? Like, because that's the thing. Women get shot a lot. Actually, mo like, that's happened so I, much. I, I understand that. And you still aren't trying to understand what I'm saying. Because it happened so much, you can use power to convince people that I did something that I did not do. And I'm only, and I, as a man, I'm, as a man, it's hard for me to, in these Me Too movements, or not, the Meg Thee Stallion thing isn't a Me Too movement, but it's hard for me to rally behind the woman instantly because I am aware of how women can uh, basically, like a Karen type of thing. You're, you're, inciting, you're inciting me to do something. But you know, historically, black women have not done that. I don't know historically anything. Historically, black women don't really tell on black men because, like, white people will fuck y'all up, like, so I, hard. That, and that's the whole point of what I'm saying about Meg. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, because police will fuck us up, I feel like she, I feel like she weaponized the police against him, in my opinion. Because, it, because we don't— But what was the first weapon? That would be the gun, right? Because yeah. that's the thing. Whenever there's a gun involved, I'm not quick to dismiss it. Like, that's such a, like, that's such an extreme way to respond to words. Like, the fact that I want you to shut up so bad. I'm going to take out my—because we, like, the law, like, the rules around guns are you do not take your gun out unless you plan to shoot. And you should not take—you should not shoot unless you plan to kill. So my whole thing is, like, why is a gun out? Because we're having an argument. Yes, what you're saying is absolutely correct. But I'm I'm saying hypothetically he didn't shoot. I'm saying we don't. It's easy. Women are never. Women are never held accountable for the power that they have to weaponize the public opinion about something. Even so, say like even if a woman says that a man raped her and then it comes out that he wasn't raped, that she didn't get raped, nothing happens to her. Nothing. And then a man. But sometimes but, it does. You can sue people. For liable. Like, that's the thing. There is a legal pathway for reparations for someone lying about you. But but then, but oftentimes, it's, look, it's like, well, can we really, can we really trust the justice system? He really right. did that. Like, because Kobe was a rapist even after he died. Like, people still looked at him like somebody who raped a white woman. I mean, it sounds like to me that in that situation, it 
it sounds like the anal sex wasn't consensual. And that was the thing, too, when we get into conversations about consent, because it seems like a lot of times if men were and I, I take your overall point, which is that it can be very dangerous for men to um, if if you're if you're accused of something you didn't do, like that tarnishes you forever. Right. But on the whole, like if we're looking generally at stuff like historically, most rapes aren't reported or like even or uh, sexual assaults or even violence. Like, I mean, you know, like the violence I've experienced, I'm not calling the police. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to deal with the police after I've, you know, been beat up. You know, like, no one's trying to really deal with that. And then, like I said, to your partner, you don't want to see them taken off in handcuffs. Like, that's just the worst day ever. Mm -hmm. So, but on the whole, I don't think women are lying more than they're actually being assaulted. Like, I think more women are being assaulted than are actually saying something in real life. Mm. At least, like, that's been what I've observed. Mm. Like, out of all the... People and women I know in my life, most of them have been sexually assaulted. None of them has called the police. Okay. Ever. Like, it's just not something that's usually done. I think the Tory Lanez, uh, Megan the Stallion situation is because they're famous. Right. So there's more eyes on it. So immediately if there's shots fired, police are called, TMZ gets involved— all of a sudden, I what I experienced when I was watching that situation unfold, it didn't seem like Meg was, like, real hyped to talk about it and put him on blast. Mm-hmm. It seems like she was like, I'm right now trying to get my career going. I don't really want to hone in on this. This is, you know, a really unfortunate situation. But it didn't seem like she was really, like, going on a media campaign talking about it and wanting to put him on blast. And it's the same way because it's a crime. Like, if someone shoots at you, like, let's say for— instance later on today like your car gets stolen and you report it to police now a lot of people do scam and uh, commit insurance fraud and don't really have their car stolen but enough times in life people do they steal your car like cars get stolen so a lot of times it doesn't help to be like if you told it came up to me like man someone stole my car and be like man you probably just lying about that for the insurance money it's like the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to share with you about what happened to me, and you're completely dismissing, like, the violation that—because having your car stolen is a huge violation. And, hey, it sucks when right. stuff's stolen from you. So for women, we're, like, having something stolen from you physically. Like, if men uh, violate you, it's it's already just so psychologically damaging and so emotionally, especially if it's a black man— you know, like someone that you you dream of protecting you who's actually hurting you. Mm-hmm. And then on top of everything else, you'll have... Because that was one of the things in the book, too. Like, you're villainized as a woman because you're seen as the person who brought this about. Like, you're, it's somehow your fault. Right. And it's like, well, shit. So now I'm like... I'm assaulted. I'm being blamed for my assault. Like, generally, you're just conditioned. Don't talk about that shit. Yeah, that's an ugly... That's a... That's a very ugly situation for a woman as you map it out. But that's why... It's ugly for y'all, and it's dangerous for us. Well, that's why you shouldn't sleep with people you don't know. Like, a lot of times, that's a big part of the problem, too. Yeah, but... This is America. I know. So, yeah, that, 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 and, but even like, 
more recently, I've been thinking like, well, shit, how well do you even know a motherfucker? You be with somebody your whole entire life and find out, oh, shit, this person was into this, 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 yeah, and this, and this. Yeah, you be like five years in and be like, damn. No, only find out, only find out after the motherfucker is dead and you've yeah. been with them, you know what I'm saying? So, It for- really hurts to learn about someone you're with from strangers. Like, I've had that happen to me, like, multiple times where I end up finding about my significant other from, like, a stranger. Mm. And that hurts so bad. Like, it's like, goddamn, this person knows more about me than I do even myself. Like, they're looking at my life like it's a damn Shonda Rhimes TV show. Mm. And they know more about, like, what my significant other is doing than I do. Because he's telling them, because he's telling her? Yeah. Mm. That's hurtful. It's very hurtful. But that's the thing, too. Even though I'm hurt, I'm not going to shoot you. Like, you can just break up. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's... A lot of times when we we're so quick to dismiss like violence towards women because it's like why are we so cool with someone even if he didn't like actually hit her with the gun like let's say it wasn't Tory Lanez let's say it was his bodyguard my whole thing is like did he fire that bodyguard I feel like if you had a bodyguard and he like tried to shoot me would you keep that dude on the payroll no what depends (laughs) she's big he's small like, so we get into altercation. But it sounds like she wasn't, they weren't in an altercation. She was leaving and he shot at her feet. Like, that's something that happens a lot. Dance. That happens a lot. Like, people will be so overwhelmed with emotion. A lot of times when, that was one of the things from Euphoria, too, when Nate wouldn't even admit that he choked Maddie out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know he was what like, I'm I saying? didn't choke her out. She's yeah. like, yeah, she did. I had and to get that's the thing. It. When I've had, like, a situations like that, and you try to confront people who've done stuff to you, and they completely deny what they've done, like, that, to me, I've just learned in life, like, that's when you're just like, okay, I'm being gaslit, and I have to walk away, because I'm not going to be able to engage with What if they really don't the remember? Like, what if they really, like, what if... Well, that's even more dangerous. Yeah, it's extremely dangerous. That's even more dangerous. So the same move where it's like, I can't be here. Like, it's too dangerous for me to be in this situation because this person, I can't engage with reality with this person. I always I always found it, this is a, 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 a it has something to do with this, but it... Hard left, that's okay, hard left. Not that hard, but <laughs> I, it was always hard for me to understand how a man could hit a woman. Like, I understand the concept of just hitting somebody, but... Shut her up. Yeah, but, nigga, like, do you just ignore, like, all the repercussions that can come with that? Well, what are the repercussions a lot of times? Because, like I said, what are you going to do, call the police? You might get locked up. That's the thing, too. It's not like the police are— Or you might kill me. Or, I mean, that could happen, too, but it's not like the police are going to be super nice to me if I call the police. So it's like if someone does, like, hit you, like— a. And I think all the time, too, about, because for me, I've always had a certain amount of privilege. I'm like, I've had a car, and I have family, and I will leave, and I will go there. Uh But there's so many women in our society who don't have that option. So you're kind of like, I think about, like, women who come over here who, let's say, don't have papers, and they're completely dependent on a man, and they might not speak good English. Like, you're completely dependent on this dude. And so, like, yeah, if he hits you, what are you going to do, call the police? You can get be sent to an ICE detention center? Like, you're taking that L. Yeah. It's, 
I'm glad I'm not a woman. <laughs> but I'm I, but I'm scared that I'm about to have two two daughters. Boy. But not really because they're going to be they're taking karate. They're taking just, karate. And they're never, going I, to adore you. Yeah, I just like, never really understood why women don't know how to fight. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't help. That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, because in real life, the danger I face isn't from... Strangers? Like, yeah. Like, I've never been attacked by a stranger. Every time I've been, like, hurt or attacked, stolen from anything, it's been by somebody I know. Yeah, but if you judo chop this motherfucker... No, and then that's out. an escalation. Like, usually in situations you want to de-escalate stuff. So when I'm thinking about, like, when I've actually been in, like, stuff that's, like, escalating physically, like, I... And, it, the other thing is so crazy, even though this person's trying to hurt me, I don't want to hurt him. Like, that's what's wild about it. Like, I just want this to stop. I don't want to, like, win or, like, you know, physically dominate somebody else. I mean, I do keep a stun gun, you know, for, like, because I have had to use that. Like, not use it, but, like, just, like, be like, look, because that's the thing. Like, people are like, get a gun, get a gun. I don't like guns. Guns are, like I said, like, you really don't, pull out a gun unless you plan to use it and if you use it you need to shoot to kill and i don't like the idea of killing people especially black men like y'all got enough stuff killing you so i don't want to be another thing that kills a black man so that's why i just get a stun gun i just want to get a motherfucker off me it's really sad to hear you speak like this because fuck that like i love black women but if i feel like you're trying to hurt me all bets are off <laughs> like all bets are off. I don't give a fuck about the society trying to kill you or <laughs> oppression and none of that shit because I have things to do tomorrow and you're not <laughs> going to take me out today. Because, like, <clears throat> at the, I, I hear what you're saying and it's admirable to hear a black woman speak like this to me. I've never really had a black woman, like, speak with this love and admiration for a black man, even though black man, black men might not have been the most good to you. And it, and sometimes it makes me feel like shit because I can't account for black men. I can't account for their bullshit. I can't account for, like, it doesn't, I can't account for their misogyny. I, like, and even, and me even checking myself, like, even how I communicate and how I talk. Like, I'm over, I'm over... Uh, not, not over. I'm, uh, I'm overly conscious about how I move, based off of how other men are interacting with women. Like when I talk to women about, I, I talked to this. I talked to somebody that I dated in 2009, right? Recently, and she was like, "You were always so nice to me. You were always so accommodating. You were always so blah blah blah." blah. And I was like, "Well." I liked you, the sex was good, and you were my friend. So, yeah, I'm going to make sure that the environment when you come to my house is going to be accommodating for you because I want you to keep coming back to this motherfucker. I'm not going to talk to you in any kind of way because I want you to keep coming back to this motherfucker. Like, I'm not going to... But I, I also don't have the balls to talk to you like any kind of way because I don't know if you got brothers. Like, I'm, I'm scared of what might happen if I was to be disrespectful. So I'm... I really ain't trying to deal with the repercussions of being disrespectful, but for you to come to me fucking 12 years later, 11 years later, and, and say some shit like that, it's like, well, damn, motherfuckers ain't doing that for you? And they, she's like, not really, no. And I'm like, well, how the f Then why are y'all fucking? <laughs> that part. 
Like, and that's the thing too. Like, I've it's taken me this long to realize that you don't have to do that. Like, you're so programmed to be accommodating as a woman, not to be rude, not to upset men. And the fact that, like, yeah, if you want to have a successful relationship with a man, you have to be sexually available. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, if I'm not happy, like, why should I be giving, like, one of the best parts of myself? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, the logic, I mean, but people aren't, human beings aren't logical. Why don't men, why don't men know how to treat women this this far into the human existence with black women being the predominant household the house the, the, the caregiver of black men why don't we know how to treat them now i have i have i have ill feelings i have beef with my mom that prevents me from really getting close to her a certain kind of way. And it's from her own doing. And I don't know if I can fully forgive her for the actions that she did um, when we so were coming up. So do you feel up. like you got more... I feel like after I had kids, I became way more forgiving of my parents. No. No? Because, because I have kids, I understand, like the love I have for my child, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain things that I battle with internally that I beat myself up over because I want to be better for Dorian, right? I want to be better for him and I want to be, be better for myself. But for me to, for me to make a decision that would alter the, the future for my son, like, so say me and Sierra split, and I know in my heart that he would have a better future with his mother because of where she lives, her financial situation, whatever the case may be. That's something that I have to deal with as a man to be like, okay, I can't, I can't um, be who I need to be in order for him to be successful. But for me to be like, nah, fuck that. You're not about to beat me in court. I'm taking my son, da, 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 and then let him struggle. That's selfish. It's extremely selfish. And you didn't, and you repeating the cycle, but you couldn't get out of your own head to see that. And it's not necessarily your fault that you couldn't get out of your own head to see that. It's now your child has to suffer for reasons that you can't even fathom because you couldn't even get out of your own head. Like if if it's and that's what I don't like. Now that I'm an adult, now that I'm a parent. Okay, I think I was just saying like the the decisions that we make, the decisions yeah. that you make because of pride, ego, and all that other type of shit when they're but kids. But do you think like she was maybe doing? Do you think she did a better job than your grandmother? Who's uh, like her mother? Probably, but that's but that's not saying much. <laughs> right, 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 right. But yeah, did she do better than her parents? Absolutely, but I think. But, and I mean, we're different. Like, we, we had different experiences because, like, my parents did split up, but, like, they had joint custody. So I still saw both of my parents or whatever. And I saw a lot of their flaws during that process. But 
at the same time. And I judged them a lot during that. But then once I started having my kids, I was like, oh, they were just doing the best that they could. They were experiencing more racism than I was. Yeah, but it's not always it's not always that, oh, they were doing the best that they could. It was it was it's I guess I forget I forget how we even got here. But well, we were talking about how. Our. I was well, I was just asking you if you were just more like forgiving of your mom after because you're saying like you can't really communicate with her. You can't really. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how we got here from that. Okay. But it's just the man woman thing. I think right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like men, men. Oh, that's what it was. Men, okay. men being raised by women and then growing up with this, not knowing how to treat women. I, even though I feel the way that I feel about my mother, I don't treat women a certain type of way. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't hate women. I don't try to abuse women. Like in the past, have I hurt women? Absolutely. And I had no. I was dumb, and I had no idea what I was doing. As I look back on I'm like, oh, man, yeah. you are. But women do that, too. Like, I look back on stuff, I'm like, god damn. Like, we forget that everybody is human. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's just people. Like, if we would just really just treat each other like, not have this dichotomy of, like, man, woman, these are your roles, this is how I should act, how you should act. Obviously, there's certain biological things that just can't change. Right. But ultimately... You know, I always like to bring up Steven Universe. One of the great lines from that show was like when one of the characters who guys were talking and he was like, dude, women are people. You know, like he was just talking about women as sort of objects, these things to get. And he's like, yeah, women, women are people. And at the same time, though, we have to remember men are people. Like we want people to be these sort of <laughs> like better we everybody wants something like an upgrade. Like there's what you deserve, there's what you paid for, and then there's like the yeah. next level. Yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah. wants something a little bit better than what they what they bring. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because that's kind of when I'm watching 90 Day Fiance or like the Tinder Swindler. It's like, girl, why would a billionaire be interested in you? Like for real. Like no Ego. shade. Ego. But, like, why would a billionaire be interested in Because you? a lot of the movies that women watch set them up for that. That's true. And they even said that on the little special or whatever because everything's so romanticized and it's supposed to be, he's supposed to anticipate all your needs. Yeah. You never, because I have or, 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 like, Prince Charming or Pretty Woman or fucking, oh all, like, all of these, like, all of these, oh, I never saw me. Pretty whim- Woman until I was, like, a full adult. Like, yeah, I knew too. a lot of women who are girls who had watched it when they were younger. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my favorite movie. I'm like... Okay, you know this is like super fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like this is terrible. I bought you. <laughs> I bought you. I come back. And be and be happy. And be happy. You staying in a fucking apartment you with your be- best friend. And she even told you, bitch, what you doing here? <laughs> that, like that's the but that, but that's what that that, that that mentality. Yeah, but even but even her, like she knew, like she knew it was up. Like, bitch, you, like we grown. You ain't you ain't made healthy decisions up until now. You think you about to start? <laughs> this nigga want to take care of you, bitch. You better get out of here. Look, we the dishes are dirty, the house is dirty. Like, get up out of here. Yeah, 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 for sure. But women watching those movies, you get on you get on Tinder and you swiping, swiping, and swiping, and you just keep getting shitty guy, the shitty guy, the shitty guy, and then a billionaire pop up. You're like, oh, I won a lottery. It's the lottery joint. Hey, we back to it's oh, back to the lottery pick. Shit. Like, oh, you, oh, oh, I'm special. Yeah, I've been praying for this. I've been, I 
was recording. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to say with who because, okay. yeah. But she was saying like, oh, um, I'm going to move to another city and um, because I feel like there are no guys here for me, right? And I was like, I needed her to record, so I didn't want to call her stupid. <laughs> Smart man. So yeah, you know how to I, be persuasive. Yeah, yeah. I, I know how to, I know how to <laughs> you get know how to work I, it. I know how to get what I want. But <laughs> I'm like, uh, wow. Uh, so you're going to move to a more heavily populated area um, with more options um, with the hopes of finding a partner. And... She had this whole plan about how she had to have kids and had to get married by a certain time. Da, 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 da. And I was like, uh, I think that's why it hasn't worked for you yet. But I didn't say that. I was like, oh, man. So when you plan on moving, because I got some recording to do that I need you to do before you do this. But women for love is like women go women subject themselves to very dangerous and very unpromising situations that it really bothers me. Like, men have not been that good to you for you to make such life-altering decisions around a man. And I and a woman hit me recently and was like, uh, before I turn 30, she's a fan of the show, Black Widow. She was like, before I turn 30, I want to have um, a one-night stand. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this, do this. And I was like, why... Because she wants to get married at 30. So in my mind, I'm like, why are you waiting for a man? Oh, and she was saying how she didn't want to do certain things until she was married. So I'm like, why are you waiting? First of all, why are you putting the time limit on when you can have a one-night stand? Like, you can have a one-night stand when you're 40. Like, you can have it now. You can have it yesterday. Like, why are you, why are you, I don't, <clears throat> women have this thing where they feel like the world is policing their pussy. Well, they kind of are. Well, we're kind of not. It's well, we kind of are. We're kind of, like, I don't know anything about your sex life. Yeah. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. So you could be fucking, you could be a prostitute for all I fucking know. I wouldn't sex know. Sex worker. Sex worker for all <laughs> I fucking know. But it's none of my business. So you you don't post about it. You don't talk about it. You're not, so I have no idea what's going in. For or the coming. record, I'm not. Right, but I have no idea about <laughs> right. what's happening to your vagina. Sure. So the world can't police it unless you go out and start telling the world about what it is that you're doing. Or if you're being messy and you're dealing with niggas that's trash or... Well, I don't think... Of course, an individual one, sure. But I think in general, we're giving messages about women who express their sexuality the way they feel like it. Like, we're taught that good women find a husband and fuck that dude for life. Who told you that? Like, everyone. And like, where, church, movies... Parents, teachers. All right, right, let's let's take a break before we go. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Of the muscles in my foot had atrophied. What's that? Like, atrophy is like when you don't use your muscles and basically they just become weak and useless. Yeah. Like, and then you have to slowly build them back up yeah. so they can, like, properly support you. So yeah, everything yeah. kind of be, like, in alignment because yeah, trying to get my body nice yeah. and symmetrical. But, of course, like, we're either right or left dominant, so we tend to overwork one side of our body. Yeah. That's where yoga comes in or stretching, just stretching. We well, can just you have to, stretching. Yeah, you have to motherfucking get the massage and get and drink the water and get lubricate your, lubricate your shit and then get aligned and then stretch because stretching ain't gonna just get the shit out and also too because the massage helps to push out stuff through your lymph- yeah. lymphatic system yeah like i need them to we put, don't be talk we don't talk about our lymph nodes enough we don't They're talk very about important we don't talk about the importance of um stress and relief like we don't like when they say you're stressed you carry that stress somewhere in your body. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, oh, let me go get a drink. It's a, oh, you need to a massage to get that stress not out of your fucking shoulder mm-hmm. because that shit is... That's where you stored it. That's where you stored especially it. especially, like, your shoulders and oh, your yeah. jawline. Yeah. Like, usually you're all... Especially when you're working on the computer, you're like, like a this. fucking hunchback of Notre Dame. And then it's like, then before you know it, you look like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Now you look like the motherfucker goblin out of a... Uh, Disney movies. But, yeah, the the society and... So societal pressure, because that's a lot of things, too, because most of it is visual. Like, most people won't just straight up tell you, but, like, all the images were given of women who deserve respect, right? Like, because I think, and this is just me personally, these are my observations from my very narrow point of view, but from what I see from, like, men, they feel like there are, like, different types of women. Mm -hmm. And so there are the women who do deserve respect, and there are the women that you kind of get to dog out. And so for, um, because I hear, it's so heartbreaking and it's so sad, but I hear the story so much from so many different women from all over the world Mm -hmm. where basically they've been gang raped. 
by men that they or not men, but like boys that they know and go to school with. And it generally happens like they have a boyfriend who's older. They're really excited about it. And like they go to meet up with him and then a bunch of his friends are there. And because she's already given her body to the one guy, like basically you're sexually permissive now. And so in their minds, like this girl is a slut. And so they basically like they call it running a train on her, but a lot of times it could be in the structure of, like, gang rape. Like, I hear stories about, like, women that's happened to them, like, multiple times. And one woman, she said, like, one time it happened and, like, one guy, like, later on, like, years later apologized to her because he realized it was fucked up. But she was like, okay, I can't really do anything with that now. But because she was already sleeping with someone, it's kind of like, okay, well, you're not one of the good girls. You're one of the girls who obviously want this. So this is acceptable because I don't think men in these situations tell themselves we're gang raping this young girl they're telling themselves we're running a train on this slut quick quick hard left okay extremely hard left this conversation is very disturbing and I want to continue it I want to go darker I want to go deeper into this conversation because it's very needed but this is one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show. Okay. Because I didn't I have beef with every woman who has wrote or written for Black Widow. I have beef with every woman or the women I've had on Igna Philosophy. I have beef with Issa Rae. I have beef with Lena Waithe. I have beef with Shonda Rhimes. I have beef with every woman with a voice. Because I've, there are certain things that I've never heard come from a black woman's mouth. I don't know any... Like, when I hear Sierra speak, I'm like, this shouldn't be the first time I'm, I've ever heard about a woman dealing with this. This, and seeing how I was raised by black women, I'm just a little bit upset. And I'm emotional about it right now because why I feel like Hmm. It's very hard for black women to know who's an ally or who's not. I get that. But it's really hard for black men to be an ally when even you are on the fence about me being an ally or not. So if you don't, if I, I would like for you to think that you can trust me and that I wouldn't put you in harm's way or I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize our friendship. But do you know that? And that's, that's a rhetorical. Like, but it's, it's mostly, that's how I feel about a lot of the black women that I know. Like, this is a safe... So wait, do we have beef? No. Do we, okay. you and us? You said every woman who's been on inner philosophy... Oh, no, 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 before. And technically... No, that's why I said I wanted you on the oh, show because okay. I've never heard what you're saying. I've never heard okay. anybody articulate this and maybe they've never experienced it but even when i watch insecure la is la has shitty men be based off of every woman that i talk to from la says la has shitty shitty men but if you listen to the men la has shitty women exactly <laughs> but insecure does not show that it I... doesn't it doesn't showcase her having to deal with shitty men. Lawrence Lawrence wasn't a shitty man. She cheated no. on him. No. The nigga that she cheated on him with, he wasn't a shitty man. He let Daniel her stay was, there. Daniel Dan- was great. Right. The light skinned guy wasn't a necessarily a shitty guy. He wasn't fucking a lot of random ass women. He just was, was depressed he? and he just Mansford. 
I don't know. He Nathan. just and, and he just dipped the fuck out. The black guy who had his dick sucked by a man when, at one time, she oh, she yeah. judged him. Rent a boo. Yeah. Then the fucking uh, the light skinned guy who was in an open marriage. She, the the uh, Molly, Yeah. I ain't like Jerome. Yeah, but Molly was fucking thrown off because he had permission to fuck her and she was like I ain't really trying to fuck nobody who can fuck me with permission and shit like that like she was like we never see any instance and then Lena Waits only writes movies where it's fucking trauma based about fucking killing people and like like so Shonda Rhimes only writes shit from a white perspective like it's not she does. so it's not like I ever get any any true black woman experience even when I watch like it's not encouraged though. it doesn't matter what's it, does. it doesn't because we it all does. no it does not let me tell it you what does. let me tell you why let me tell you why let me tell you why if you do it in a way where black women will champion that shit and like euphoria that isn't encouraged what they wrote in that shit isn't encouraged like people like some people really feel bad watching that shit like I'd be like Thinking to myself, like, is this is this child pornography? Should I be watching? Like, I think about, but it, that type of content isn't encouraged. But when you make it, it's fucking winning awards. It's, it's, it's the best hands down because America, human beings are just dark motherfuckers. We spend most of our time trying to ignore the darkest thoughts of our brain. So we try to listen to music that could take our mind off of it. We try to drink to take our mind off. We try to smoke to drink. Take, so we do everything to take our minds off of it. So when you say it's not encouraged, it doesn't have to be encouraged. It has to be done in a way to where black women are like, oh, finally, somebody gets it. So when y'all when y'all finally have somebody speaking for y'all, like we like we don't have a black euphoria, we don't have a black this is us, we don't have a black. Well, I mean, technically, isn't no, Zendaya? Euphor- no, Zendaya is mixed, and she is, <laughs> and even though her mother is black in the show, is euphoria is not based around black. Like all of her friends post-racial. are racial. All of her friends are white. None of her friends are black. None of them. So it's all about. Yeah, it's white drug it's, culture. Yes, it's white drug. It's not about the black experience. It's not like it's, it's like I can't afford fentanyl. <clears throat> right. <laughs> we so we're not even we're not walking around with a briefcase right. with fifteen thousand no. dollars worth of drugs in it. So, no. but I I'm I'm speaking this way because when I write Black Widow, I'm trying to like when I first did the first when I did the first season, I was just talking to women. I was going on Snapchat and Instagram, and I was like, I got a question, and I would just ask. 20 women, the same question. And mm-hmm. I and based off of those answers, that's how I got the first season. It wasn't me just trying to write from... No, I did... The research. Research, yeah. air quotes. I did research that's about That's not air quotes. Don't discount yourself. Well, I that's did research. research. I, did, I did research. That's data. That's hard data. <clears throat> yes, and I got what I got. But it's still not from a woman's perspective. I still... Like, even Zane or anybody who writes erotica is never from a point of a woman... It's always like toxic shit. It's never like, oh, I'm sexually liberated and I'm doing this. It's always like, oh, my daddy wasn't there and oh, this is this. And so they're basically using their pussy as a wave, as a, co- a coping mechanism. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, that's not really like sexual liberation. Bitch, you need therapy. It's not necessarily like that. So when I wa- when I watch these shows and, and then when I hear you speak, it's like, damn, women really had to go through that. Like in high school, like, you going to high, come on. You going to <laughs> you going to your boyfriend's house. You think he loves you. Mm-hmm. You think that you can trust him. And you mm-hmm. get there and his But it's you, a secret because he's older, so you can't tell your parents. Right. So even so so you can't you can't even So already snitch. there's this sort of clandestine thing around 
sex. Like, you can't really tell anybody about, like, this experience, which is probably one of the best things that's happened in your life so far because when you when you first discover sex and, like, those feelings, it's, it's very powerful and it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. And people want to... And then when the, it's violated so much, like... And in a way that people, you don't want to talk about it because sex is pleasurable. When it's also traumatic, people will want to be like, well, well, obviously that's what you wanted. And they will kind of put, because when you say like, when, when I'm talking about how but it's how, not encouraged how, how in society, women? because you're you're kind of unique, right? Because the, that was what was fascinating about you. Like you were like, yeah, like I want to create erotic comment content for Black women. Right. That's very rare. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, it's like no, like Black, like the book. The book I'm reading right now does such a good job of encapsulating the psychology around it because so much of persecution, oppression, it's not just physical. I mean, a lot of it is physical, but it's way more effective when it's psychological. Like, even pimps will tell you that, because, like, there's different types of pimping. Like, there's gorilla pimping. But, like, silky pimping is always more effective and will keep the bitch around longer. So, there's always this idea of, like, if a black woman, really any woman, let's just say, let's, like, stop using these kind of artificial definitions to define this because I, I call myself a black woman but to a lot of the population of the world I'm not black they'll be like you're some kind of halfsies and so like they won't see me as like African why because like, I'm not what are you like most black Americans I'm a hybrid of European and African people in the Americas. Sometimes the indigenous people, like we're taught that, but I don't even know that for sure. I for, I like refuse to even get my DNA done because I don't want anyone ever to be able to accuse me because like I do a lot of art and I like a lot of different influences. So I don't want someone to be like, you're culturally appropriating. I'm like, you don't even know what culturally I am. Right, 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 right. right. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know. But and I'm inspired do, by everything. Why do women, if women experience all of this stuff, then why do women... Um, talk to women. Uh, like, why do women judge women? Why do women say, oh, you must have liked it? Or, like, why do women respond to other women's trauma when it comes to sex the way that they do? Because we're told to be in competition for men. So that's a way for us to put another woman down, to put ourselves up, because it's like, oh, well, that didn't happen to me. So let's say for, like, the the women and girls where it happens that they are gang raped by someone, like in, in a situation where that was set up by somebody they trust, right? Right. I can say I'm better than her because I never got into those situations because basically I wouldn't let guys fuck in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm better somehow. I'm just, I'm saying this like sarcastically because okay. obviously I'm not. Like no one's better than anyone else. I'm not better than some other woman because... And even if you did want to get a train running you, because I don't want to, like, stigmatize that either. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of the times it's not consensual. Right. And that's when, you know, things get kind of fucked up so we can, like, whisper about her and put her down so that we're elevated and we're actually one of the women who are deserving of respect. Because, like I said, I feel like men put women in these categories, like, where there's girls like that. And then there's women that you marry, like the marrying. T- you know what I'm saying? Like there's the but women isn't that, that a very, you... Isn't that a very elementary way of... Yes, it's toxic. But, I don't like that. But no, but does it happen as, a, as adults still? Yes. 
Yes, like women are very like judgment. Like that still happens a lot. Like I feel like. But high school, but high school, high school was different because you see these people every single day, and people talk, and the school, the, like the walls talk. As an adult, the internet talks. Yeah, but you don't have to put anything on the internet. You don't, but people feel the need to. They yeah, really so, do. Like it, it's very simple to say. Because for me personally, like I I live most of my life without social media, so I don't need it. But for the I'm understanding now for the young people who have grown up with it, like it, it's not as easy as that. Like of like because even when you're out in the real world, what are what is everybody doing? They're on their phones, right? So and then when you go to people and be like, oh, let me find you on Instagram. It's like I don't have an Instagram. It's like, well, you're a weirdo. Goodbye. And you mm. don't, you know, like. But what does that have to do with sex? Everything's about sex. Yeah, but why? Why? Except sex, which is about power. Yeah, but wh- how do you, I just? I just don't like the fact that women, the women, the woman experience isn't really like. It's not really. I don't know it. And that's the thing too. Like I, that's part of the honesty of it, right? Because I don't really know the male experience. I can listen to men talk because. When you listen to any human being, like, everyone's struggling. Uh-huh. Like, everyone's having a hard time with this, like, you know, getting through this. And then we're—one of the things that was so interesting about the book I was reading, Ain't I a Woman, where they're talking about how, you know, sexuality is so demonized in sort of Western Christian society. Like, it's 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 seen as sort of this evil unless it's within the bounds of marriage. And— for people who don't align to that, then you're just bad and you don't deserve any sort of societal or affection or protection or anything like that. I, I remember when this shit happened with R. Kelly, because that was the other thing, too. I, I you know, I, you know, I'm trying to listen more. And so when I'm listening to a lot of black men more, a lot of them still feel like R. Kelly was railroaded. And I was like, eh, I don't think so. Like, I think that. R. Kelly, like, the fact that his victims were so young, even though he was getting older and older and older, like, because he himself was a victim, right? Like, when you learn his story, it's really sad. Yeah. Like, about, you know, just basically, because what was the, was it 85 South, that show? And what was his name? Uh, Charleston. Yeah, when he was talking about, like, most people, their introduction to sex is through family. Mm -hmm. And, like, Everyone wanted to laugh at him about that, but that's true. Right. And in the case of R. Kelly, it was sadly true. Like, his sister was sexually abusing him and his brothers. Right. And so then that's what he learned. Like, sex was abuse. And then if you want to be on top, you have to be the abuser if you don't want to be abused. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, a lot of people never get out of that dichotomy of you can either be an abuser or the abused. Yeah. It can never be like this is a meeting of the minds and this is something both of us want. Because it was never consensual. So, like, every instance that you're going into sex, it's just someone's dominance is overwhelming somebody else. But that's that's where the older I get, the more... The older I get, the more I realize that people aren't horny. They're just hurt. Well, they're horny, too. No. Yeah. No, I feel like... There's a because I that was one of my favorite quotes. There's a fine line between horniness and mental illness. Uh, I, the, the the older I get, the more I'm realizing that 
motherfuckers ain't really that sex sexual. They just need therapy. I'm realizing that people are trying to fuck <sighs> through hurt. Like because that, that's true, but I think people are sexual and they're trying to like both things are true. Like people I, are not because for I feel their like, societies, I feel like if they weren't. If they wasn't as hurt, they wouldn't be as sexual. I disagree. Not everybody, but a lot of the a lot of motherfuckers. I just feel like well, everyone's different. Like everyone has different sex drives, but there are some people who are just naturally more sexual than others. Like now that we're learning that, there's spectrums to everything. So for sexuality, um, neurodivergency, like everything, everyone's along these different spectrums. Uh -huh. So I think there are some people who are just hornier than others, like naturally, and so because we have people who are asexual. Who aren't mm -hmm. sexual at all. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's along these spectrums. So I think that because there's so much abuse and because abuse and sexuality get mixed up together often. But I think that because um, I've read a lot of Alice Walker and she talks about because we look through everything through the lens of Western civilization. Mm -hmm. But there have been like countless civilizations in history that haven't used that male-female model. So, like, when, like, we have a lot of anti-trans sentiments, like, in our society right now, they're trying to pass laws and all this stuff to, like, kind of oppress trans people. But, like, in Native American culture, like, there's an idea about, like, they don't call it trans people, you're just two-spirited. And it's not seen as something that's negative. It's just a part of nature. And there are people who have naturally both male and female elements, just either spiritually or physically. Mm -hmm. And there's no need to persecute them. It's just a natural expression of human beings. Right. And the same way with like um, indigenous um, cultures, like here in the Americas or in the Caribbean or in Hawaii, where they were very, oh, like, um, when the like white colonists first went to Hawaii and they saw the hula dances and stuff like that and they said it was obscene, but for them they were like this is just a natural expression of like sexuality. Like we like it. Like having sex feels great. Right. And so like we like it when the you know women like adorn themselves and perform like a dance in unison that mimics sex and the ocean and the elements and it, it becomes there's there's no spirituality without sexuality right so i think that because our society is so abusive we wrap sex up in abuse but it doesn't have to be no it doesn't have to be but the more that i communicate with people and re i just realize that a lot of people are using people like people like people use drugs or yeah. alcohol so it's I think <clears throat> I think that a lot of people are even like they're trauma bonding and then trying to make it trying to make it into a relationship but the, the fucked up thing is is it's built off trauma. So you need trauma to keep it yeah, going. Yeah, you need trauma to keep it going. So even when even when that trauma kind of fades out, you're going to create new trauma or new experiences to kind of reignite the fire in the relationship and then you have a fucking kid and then now it's like it's just it's just a huge shit show of snowballs. Yeah, just a snowball effect of it. But yeah, I, it's it's just very troubling because I don't, I don't like, I don't like that men don't really understand that that what they're doing isn't like it's not good. Like, how do you not? Like, you, you see that women don't like this. This is, like, a general consensus. And then you be like, eh, I'm going to do it anyway. 
Like, you know how many times I go in under women's comments and on Instagram, and I'd be like, all of you are creepy. <laughs> what? Because why are you offering sex in a woman's comments on Instagram? Like, oh, like okay. You, like, it's like a, a, a hundred comments, and like 85 of them are just men with their tongue out, like, oh, I love to lick that. And this, it's because it's like, that's how they wish women, I'm realizing this now, that's how they wish women would come at them. Like, we make the mistake of treating people the way we want to be treated, and that's a mistake. We should treat people the way they want to be treated. Absolutely. So men want to apparently, like, be sexually harassed, I guess. Like, if it, to me, it seems like men kind of like it a little bit if you sexually, if if they're attracted to you, of course. Like, that's how sexual harassment works. If it's sexual, if it's someone who's attractive to you, it's flirting. Right. If they're unattractive, it's sexual harassment. Right. So, like, men tend to, because, like, that's the thing. I'm like, so do you want me saying this kind of stuff to you? And it's, I think the answer is very... yes. Yeah, no. No? Not for me, no. I don't okay. but I don't talk like that. So Sure, yeah, but I'm talking about for the men who do. Like, hey, hey nigga, with the But there's the a pink lot sweats. of things that's like really, really confusing to me. Like a lot of stuff still really confuses me about men. And at least like now what? um I guess like a lot of times like sports, like when I'm watching sports and right. like how men are around sports and how like violent it is and how they um, interact with it a little bit. I'm always a little like, like uh, mixed martial arts. I don't get that. Like to karate? me, that's, yeah. Well, not karate, but like the MMA stuff, like mm-hmm. the fights and stuff. I don't, I don't see the appeal at all. Like watching it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or why you would do it? Like I don't get that. But I'm like, okay, this just must be a boy because I, I feel like men feel that way about women, where it's like, why are you doing that? And it's like, I don't know, but it feels great, and. I, I know for a lot of men, like, I'm probably really confusing. And it's the same way for me. Like, but I want to understand. Like, I don't want. No, nah, the UFC shit is in boxing and football. And all that shit is, is, is really weird to me because I'm not really about to watch men entangle with one another like that. I also think it's weird. This is just a general announcement. I think it's weird when men wear other men's jerseys. I can see, I can see why you think that. Okay. I can see why you think that. Yeah. I never loved that. Like like a man with another man's name on his back. Yeah. Yeah, when you say it that way it makes it makes it does make it sound a little weird. So you want to wear his jersey? You want like, his name on your back? You want to champion him? It's, a, it's an interesting choice. Like, it's not like wearing sports apparel. Like, I like sports apparel. But, like, to actually wear somebody's, like, number, mm. you know, like. So say, so you're saying, like, if you are a Colts fan, just wear a Colts jersey with no name on the back. Just Indianapolis Colts. Just to show what that you, you want, honestly. Like, I'm a fan no, of doing what you want. Uh, I'm just saying, for me, I just look at it kind of weird where it's like, Oh, so you wanted to wear that man's? You like him so much that you wanted to put his jersey on. Mm-hmm. You make it sound real sus. <laughs> you make it sound. Real, I, I don't have any jerseys. I've only had one jersey in my entire life. So I used to have a Jordan one, of course, like in the nineties. I got, and but it was the the baseball one. The uh, White Sox. Yeah. Mm. And I used to have that, but and actually, I still think I got it in the uh, Chicago Bulls colors. 
Like, it was... Um, just, yeah, you, what you're saying is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> no judgment, though, but I just think it's weird. But, like, a lot of stuff to me men do is weird, but I feel like I don't necessarily have to understand everything men that men do to, like, appreciate and love them. Yeah, but I do, I would like to understand why niggas are as thirsty as they are when it comes to, like, when I, when I, sometimes I'd be like, because I don't, even in my heyday, even when I was a whore, I wasn't fucking like that. When I talk to some other men, I'd be like, oh, like, you like a real whore, like, <laughs> Like, you like a real, no like... standards. Y- yeah, because you know how you watch Maury and they be like, oh, she had sex... Oh, so you don't know who the father of the baby is. And she be like, well... And on TV, she can't say, well, no, I fucked, like, six different niggas that week, so I don't know. But I never really understood that until I started talking to, like, niggas and they be like, yeah, like... One thing, one thing about men, and that's... One thing about sex that's always interesting is that there's always a woman on the receiving end of this. I mean, unless, you know, unless they, you know, do it in bisexual sex, but there's always a woman on the receiving end of this man who it doesn't know how to talk to women properly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that I I don't know if women are fucking them because of the way that they approach them and they might feel like pressured or they're used to being communicated with like that so they like it so they don't really respond to niggas buying them drinks and asking them how their day going and complimenting them and shit it's more so like damn I'll fuck you and you know like they like they don't know how to process yeah, the, the nice guy approach yeah. so it's the trauma so it's like for me it's like it's a like when you really get into the the heat of it it's filthy out there it is very filthy out there, and it's dirty, and it's nasty, and it like, but it's all in the dark. And even in that, I'm still curious as to how it leaks onto the internet, where where people can see it. Like in the dark, it's easy. Like if it's in, <clears throat> if it's in, if it's in the club, where nobody can really see or hear what you're saying to this woman. Like, it just looks like y'all talking, but over there, y'all doing some whole trauma bond and networking type of shit. And then y'all going fucking whatever. But on Instagram, there's a nigga right above your comment with 11 lick tongues out and saying, I will put my tongue so far, da 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 da. And then right under that, you saying, Oh man, you look so good. I will do this, da 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 da. And then right under you is another nigga. So in my mind, it's like, for you to have the the thousandth comment saying this. <laughs> What's the game? What are you hoping happens? And is it is it does it now become the twinder the tender swindle type of thing? Like, oh, maybe, maybe my advance. It's a numbers game. Yeah, maybe it's cop and blow. It's the name of the game. Maybe my advance, what I say under here is gonna be this time. Because yeah. I do notice men who operate like that, it's just a numbers game. Like, they just throw everything out there, and eventually you'll, you know, just cast your net, and eventually you'll catch something. But it's, it's, um, yeah, you're, you're right. It is rough out here. It's terrible, actually. Scary. It's scary. It's scary times. Like, just because you don't really, I'm also realizing, like, you just, because you never really know anybody, 
I'm having a hard time trusting people in their intentions. You shouldn't. Like, why would you trust people? I don't. I I'm rarely saying, trust myself. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, sex, like, it's a very dangerous it's thing. It's powerful. It's a very dangerous act between two people. And potentially dangerous. Like, it's powerful. Like, anything that's powerful is potentially dangerous. It doesn't have to be dangerous. It's like electricity. Electricity is potentially very... We're, we're using electricity right now, mm -hmm. and we're safe. Mm -hmm. But there's a very unsafe way to use electricity. Like, right now, you have a bunch of breakers in your house. Like, yeah. there was a bunch of regulations before this house was built. Right. And even if you get work done in this house, you have to get a permit to make sure somebody comes in to make sure that Everything you're not doing right. shit so it doesn't blow up. Yeah. So it's, sex isn't inherently dangerous. It's powerful. It's just like electricity isn't just, we, we can use it as a tool and it can be useful, but we can't just use it any kind of way. Right. And sex is, it's like anything powerful in this world. Like there's a way to use it. Yeah. But if we just use it haphazardly, then but we'll. We, but we, we always use it haphazardly we because. Don't. But, like not everybody. Well, no, because we don't. <clears throat> no, you're okay. right. Not everybody. But because we can't openly communicate about it. That's where he's... Yeah, keeping stuff secret. <laughs> well, you can't even really express... Well, it's like in Euphoria, secrets keep us sick. You can't, you can't openly discuss what you really like without being judged. You can't openly even talk about sex without people looking at you like some type of nymphomaniac. You can't ask questions about it. You can't, you can't do... You, you, it's just like one of those things like you, if, you, if you know, you know. And if you and if you want to do well, it, and reading books helps. Yes, reading. Because that was the thing too. That's where I got most of my sexual education is from reading books. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable asking people about it. It's kind of like yeah. Sometimes when like I see something or watch something, I get kind of excited and like what's going on. Yeah. And it's like you don't want it because you at the time you feel like the only one. It's like obviously I'm just some weird freak. Yeah. And stuff like that. But then later, but. I've and like reading magazines too, like women. I used to always read Cosmo and stuff yeah. like that. And so there'd be so much stuff in there. I didn't even understand all the vocabulary. I'd have to look it up later to yeah. be kind of like, I remember when I first read the word orgasm, yeah. I remember trying to figure out for the longest time. I'm like, what the fuck is an orgasm? Yeah. And I was I think I'm, that women who have sex and have kids also wonder what the fuck is an <laughs> orgasm. Once well, I, found I was out like that you, 11. Once I, I found out that you can have a kid, Without having an orgasm, that fucked me up. It's hateful. It shouldn't be like that. It should not be like that. Like you, like the sperm should not even have access to the egg until an orgasm is opens up something, and then they can go in. Like that's yeah. the, that's that's what that's what God kind of fucked up on when he was when he was making the woman. Well, once again, I I always push back when male pronouns are used for God. Sure, I don't whatever. think that God is male. I, whatever God is, God I don't was think definitely it's a, not a woman. I don't think God is a person. Definitely like, wasn't. We're just human beings, so we like stuff to be boy. like us. So whatever force God is, I don't think it's like a dude. It definitely wasn't in favor of the woman. I don't know. Whatever it was. It wasn't in favor of the man either. Kind of. If, if nah. it's a man's world, especially like a white man. Mm. It was favorable They're not for having a good time either. Not right now. Because once they're again, not. they're they're structuring everything so that everything's in favor of them getting more. Like everything's about sex. Yeah. So it's like we have most of the power and money and resources because that's how you get hoes. If only men, black men, knew that. Illegal. Hold on.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Sorry, I had to take a break. I had to put my notes. But I don't think that... um, I don't... Hmm. Well, you brought up a point, and I'm not trying to necessarily dive into that about my mom, but... The um, it's hard for I think it's hard for people to really find themselves with the programming that happens subconsciously. I've had this. Me and Sierra had this thought that there's a there's an alien family that's controlling the world, and they've gotten. They're just on Earth now, but they were on other planets and drained the resources from all the other planets, and now they're here. And they wanted certain things to be done, so they created those, so they have humans. But I don't see humans as nothing but cells. I don't see, like, the stuff that we have in our house and the cars and all, like, it's it's no different from what I feel like blood cells or whatever can do inside of our bodies to accommodate the flow of whatever needs to happen, right? Because that's how I look at just the planet. Like, there's an ocean and there's land and there's organisms in the ocean that makes it do what it do, and then there's organisms on the land that makes it do what it do. But when it comes to sex, it's such a very important part of human nature. Like, we would not be here without fucking the fact that we can't talk about fucking without judgment is very puzzling to me especially when we do everything almost everything with the hopes 
of fucking. Like, men do a lot. We're motivated a lot by... We're motivated a lot by pussy. A lot of the things that we do, we do with the in, in hopes of somebody going to give us some pussy. Oh, this car is nice. Yeah, and it's probably way more than what you should have paid for for a car, but I get pussy from it. Oh, this house. Yeah, I don't really like cleaning up. I don't like decorating, but I decorate it nicely. It's like, but bitches do. But bitches do. <laughs> I don't like going to this, this. I don't like dressing like this, 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 but bitches like when I do it. And I feel like women do a lot of the shit that they do to keep a reputation good enough for the hopes of a man wanting to pick them and fuck them for life, marry them, and 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 give them this fantasy, uh, whatever. But the 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 thing that bothers me the most is that human beings are just fucked up sometimes. And we don't go about it the right way because there is no class about how to treat human beings or what would what being nice is or what being considerate is or what what rape culture is or what is appropriate and not appropriate when talking to women or men or there is there is no there is no yeah, that was part of what they're trying to cut back in that um, Senate Indiana Senate bill about like even talking like teachers talking about sex in school like they want you to learn even less about sex well we well that's fine i don't really give a fuck about that because what they taught us about sex anyway wasn't what i'm necessarily talking about i don't necessarily care about how my reproductive organs work i don't not i don't necessarily care about that what i'm talking i mean i care i mean i care about it but it's not (laughs) something that Oh, I was anticipating going to school. But no, or... but it, it's about an extrapolation on that. Like they just want you to talk about the mechanics of sex, not the actual the way sex will affect your life. Like yeah, I said, they don't subjective. want you to because like uh, I don't. What state is that where they're doing the don't say gay thing? Right. Because like they don't want gayness to exist, which is so weird to me too. Because it's like we don't need more people. Like the only time you don't like gay people is because they have sex that's non-reproductive. That's their big flaw or whatever. I'm speaking sarcastically. I don't think it's a flaw. But like if you're like the this homophobia, this like thing like we're so scared that like you I know I don't understand homophobia. I I understand it evolutionarily. Like I understand, yeah. like in human history, niggas ain't, niggas ain't mad that Steve and Jack are fucking because they're scared of the human population going away. But but what they want to do, because this goes also into sort of the sort of white patriarchal heteronormative thing, so that basically anything that's not white, heterosexual, patriarchal is lower. Like we we like hierarchies as human beings, like we're status-seeking creatures. And so when there's in the society where, because you're talking about like right now, the fact that like sex is stigmatized, but like throughout human history, that has not been the case. We're just living in this sort of colonization mindset still, where the European Christian model of what family and sex are supposed to be reign supreme. But they went into parts of the world where that was not the model. There's lots of places in the world where they were not homophobic, where they were not anti-trans. Like, this was just seen as a natural expression of the human experience, so there was no reason to 
oppress these people. So we feel like this is the norm because this is what we're born into and what we mostly experience, but that's not how it has to be. There's been lots of societies that have been, like, open with sexuality and very positive around it. We just don't study or venerate those cultures. The only cultures we study and venerate on the whole where we live are European, like, countries and we only go back as far as they go back but, but there's so but many societies that, that go back further. I doubt any of these places have a like like being nice to people is like this thing that we just assume everyone knows how to do so no one is ever taught how to be a nice person no well, one is, we are but it's very narrow like, the way we're taught to be nice is really narrow. Because, like I said, we shouldn't treat people the way we want to be treated. Like, there's a certain way I like to be treated. But if I treat people the way I like to be treated, they won't like it. Because I like directness. Like, right. I think that's why you and I get along. Because, right. like, I'm not, like, jarred by how direct you are. Right. I'm, like, that's, that's, I'm like, that's amazing. Right. Like, that you are able to clarify your thoughts enough to be direct and figure out what you want to say. Whereas a lot of people are just usually just trying not to piss you off or just trying to finesse you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, I can just be super direct. But we still don't necessarily know how to be considerate, nice, and because it's, I guess it's subjective to everybody. Like what they deem to be nice and considerate and thoughtful is different. It takes a lot of energy, right? Like you yeah. have to, that's why like we are so flattered by when someone's dating us because you're taking the time out to figure out what I like, what I like to do. Once again, it's because the objective is sex. So men are so, in my experience, men are so motivated by sex. Like, yeah, they'll get to know you and do all this stuff because at the end goal is sex. Yeah. Kinda. But like in but I but I feel like in regular life it's worth it to be nice to people even if you don't want to fuck them. <laughs> but yeah. I think a lot of people too, and this is one of the things I've you know bumped up against too, where I with men and women where they assume because I'm being nice to them I want to have sex with them, and it's like no I'm just nice to people. Yeah, but people I guess just because people aren't nice. Like, right. Yeah. So they think that every, generally the only people who've been nice to them are the people who want to fuck, fuck them. them. Yeah. And that's a problem. That is a problem. I agree. We're not collectively nice to or thoughtful. Yeah. Like you deserve niceness even if like I don't want to fuck you. Like that's the people deserve. (laughs) People people deserve like in everyday life. Like I, I realized too when I was still doing hair, I realized for a lot of the people, like a lot of my clients, I was the only person who was nice to them in their life that wasn't trying to fuck them. That's really, that's really fucked up. It is. And I'm like, God damn, it shouldn't be like that. Hmm. That's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. But, but also on the other hand of it, too, it's like I have to, like, you never want to outright say to people, it's like, I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm just a nice person. Because as soon as you say that, it's like, okay, sure. But it's like, no, seriously, like, um, and what what I had to realize, too, is it's true with women, too. Like, I know with men, like, sure. Because I, even with men, like, I can't be too nice. Like, I can't even be as nice as I want to be to most men because I think it'll send the wrong message. But, like, with women, too, sometimes I don't want to be as nice because I think, too, they might assume I'm trying to fuck yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. Sure, eat my coochie. And it's like, I'm not, though. Like, relax. I worry about that too. Like, God willing, I get this job, and I don't have to have social media for any page, for anything. 
I could just deactivate it for a whole fucking year. But it's really because men are, I guess, trash. It seemed like yeah, like everything. So say like when me and Sierra first got together, we used to go to the grocery store together and. When we first got together, when we went to the grocery store for the first time or the first few times, because I've been the cashier, I was overly talkative to the cashiers. So I'm asking them all type of questions and shit. And Sierra was like, I can see how, I can see how people thought, think you flirt a lot. And I was like, it's interesting because I talked to your mom this way. So I find it interesting that you think that I'm flirting with Jackie at Kroger. But when I ask your mom how she's doing and I rub her back and I be accommodating to her, you don't think I'm trying to fuck your mom. So it's weird that you could turn it on and off. And when I said that, she never brought it up again. Because I was like, it's not, you're just not used to seeing a man be. Charming. Yeah, like your dad yeah. is, your dad isn't charming. So I can understand why me coming around fucks up the equilibrium of the room because now like. After, like, dinner and shit, I would, like, help her clean up. And the men were at the table, and they'd be like, oh, shit, Eric washes dishes? Oh, shit, Eric vacuums? And I'm like, man, you fucking blowing up the spot because I'm not necessarily doing this to be a brown noser. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but y'all just cooked all of this. And I was ready. My mom said, I'm not cooking if the kitchen is clean. I mean, the kitchen ain't clean. And if I cook, I'm not cleaning the kitchen. I think that's fair. So, but it's but not all niggas know that. That's very also true. I remember when um, I was married and we had family events, and I would, you know, tell my like nephews like, if you're showing up, like you should bring something. Like if we're having a family dinner, like women are conditioned that we should be cooking something. Or, like, basically, we should not be showing up empty-handed. And we're just happy the men showed up. And and it makes sense, too, because men are just generally less social than women. So, like, I remember growing up, like, men didn't always come to the family stuff. They would sometimes. But, right. like, my uncles, like, they wouldn't come to every family thing because they wouldn't feel like it. And to me, I never—I was like, I get that. Like, men, like, a lot of times they don't feel like doing this shit. Or, like, they'll barbecue for the shit, and they'll, that'll be their contribution, but they won't necessarily want to be around everybody yeah. at once. Yeah. And I'm like, and so since I grew up that way, I understood that about men, so it wasn't this, like, I don't take it personally. Right. I think that's what everybody does too much is take, take stuff personally. Like, when people yes. need space, if they need to take, do what's best for them, then we're like, well, what about me? It's like, well, it's not about you, though. It's about me right now. Yeah, it's about, yeah, so when you see that stuff, but but I wanted to change things because, like, yeah, when I was growing up, the men weren't expected to do anything around meals. Like, we would just make the plates for the men and bring them the food, and then we would do all the preparation, clean up, everything, except for the barbecue. I feel like in both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side, the men did the barbecue and contributed the meat, and then women did everything else. Right. And I remember, too, like, when I was younger, I liked hanging out around the barbecue pit. Like, to me, as a, I was an only child, so I think I didn't get a lot of the social male-female socialization since I didn't have a brother. Yeah. I was just, I was kind of given access to both of my parents in the same way. So my dad would do stuff with me, like teach me how to throw a football, 
yeah. you know, watch sci-fi, teach me about technology and stuff like that, math, all these kind of things that generally are reserved, like we think are for men. Right. He's like, he doesn't have a son. Like, I'm his only child. He's going to teach me this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of times if my dad is by the barbecue pit, that's my dad. I want to go hang out with my dad. Yeah. And not for nothing, like, they're eating, too. And you might get a sip of beer. Yeah. Like, it's all this kind of stuff where it's yeah. just kind of like, I want to, where my female cousins wouldn't, though. But also, too, like a lot of my female cousins, they didn't have their dads. Like their dad wasn't there at the thing. Like I'm mm -hmm. able to go into that space because I'm like, that's my daddy. And you can't tell me I can't see my daddy. Yeah. And, I, and you feel safe because it's your daddy there. Yeah, it's my dad and my grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and maybe a couple uncles, whatever. But the conversation they're having. And that's the thing, too, because like I, I'm realizing this, too, when I'm hearing women's stories. When I was growing up, like none of my male relatives ever took any liberties with me. What do you mean? Like, I, you hear the story about the creepy uncle who, yeah, like, touched yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like, that's never been my experience. Yeah. Like, none of my male—it kind of fucked me up for the real world. Like, most of my male relatives, I'm realizing now, were feminist. Mm -hmm. Like, they wouldn't categorize—they categorize wouldn't call them—yeah, yeah. they wouldn't call themselves feminists, but they didn't believe women were lower than men. Yeah. Like, just my observation of how men and women interacted. Like, we had different roles, obviously, right. but no one's above anybody else because we need each other. Yeah. Like, I need men and men need women. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's an exchange. It's A fair exchange is no robbery. But I think now the way it is, it's like everybody's trying to get over. So we have this... Because uh, I, I, I do get why, like, some men don't like Megan Stallion because she's had this thing, like, get over on these niggas, get this money, da 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 But then, like, my whole life when I've been listening to, like, hip-hop, niggas have been trying to get over women forever. Like, get as much as you can out of this woman without giving her anything. Like, I don't love these hoes. Like, don't pay yeah. these hoes, da 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 So it's like— Which is all cap. Yeah, but it's like, that's not how I grew up. Like, that's what I grew up listening to, but that's not what I observed in real life. In real life, I observed, like, sacrifice— and giving and like you can't just take you have yeah. to also give if you're wanting to you know enjoy this so it, but it didn't prepare me for real life because in real life men like every people not just men people they want to get as much as they can with giving as little as possible where I was like my mindset is like I'm only expecting as much as I'm giving the thing is it's, it's, it's also evident that a lot of women never been around the barbecue pit because they're like they're so shocked i'm also really good at barbecue now too it's not that hard barbecue uh, you would think so with some of the terrible barbecue i've had oh yeah i've had some terrible barbecue but mm -hmm. when i when i started barbecue it I takes like, patience though no it's you're right it's not hard but you have to know the moves yeah uh, i just realized like a lot of women are kind of like shocked by straightforwardness because they never really had they never were they never was at the barbecue pit they were always in the kitchen or with the and i'm only saying that because we're talking about a barbecue situation mm -hmm. not because i think that, that women belong in the kitchen but they were always in the kitchen hearing the opposite end of a story which is usually both men and women fabricate the story mm -hmm. but there's always three stories. Yeah, there's, there's what I have, what yeah. I experienced, what you experienced, and, and what really happened. Yeah. So a lot of the times, the women are, aren't being honest in these in the kitchen because they're being judged by their family as well. So they're in there telling stories that are only half truths because they're trying to appear better than what they really are to their family. So the women are growing up in these environments. They're not hearing. The man side, the men side. So they're only hearing women complain about men or 
lying about what how they responded to this man or the situation while cooking, but then when they get when they have an interaction with a man. They don't know how to necessarily, in same with men, they don't know how to deal with this situation because you've only ever heard about how a motherfucker handled it. You've never seen how, how a motherfucker handled it. So I'm like, when I was talking to C's parent, mother about how they were raised, she was like, I never really showed, we never really was affectionate around them and we never argued in front of them. And I said, well, that's a problem because now they're going to grow up thinking that they don't like, they didn't see you guys be affectionate. So when I'm coming around kissing on her, she like, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? And because that we y'all didn't argue in front of them, they don't know how to deal with an argument. And same with me. Like, I don't know how to necessarily get over some shit. So Sierra would be like, we get into it. And like 30 minutes later, she'd be like, do you want to go get something to eat? And in my mind, I'm like, aren't we supposed to be mad at each other still? And she's like, I'm over that. I'm not thinking about that anymore. Like, that's been out of my mind. And and it took me a while to, like, oh, shit, because I've only ever seen women just drag shit out. Like, my mom, my aunt, like, they be talking about shit for, like, weeks. I'm like, God damn. So in my mind, I thought that was just, like, the thing. But I can see how... I can see how you mold... How people can be molded into, like, these these shells of perfectionists, perfection, perfection. Like, you only, you only, you, you only appear perfect. You want to appear perfect, but deep down inside, you really just want to be who the fuck you want to be, but you don't, you've never had an instance to where you could be who you want to be. Every time you wanted to speak growing up about something, they, they tell you to stay in a child's place, you couldn't necessarily ask questions. They, so you just grow up limiting your views, thoughts, and opinions about shit. And you never really get the option or the, the the ability to really dive into some shit. So when I come along and I'm like, yo, let's dive deep into some shit. They like, uh... I feel weird. Yeah, and I've never really had to think about this and uh, I'm not gonna... And that's why it's so weird that everybody has a podcast. And I'm like, I've talked to you. Nigga, you don't know how to talk. You suck at communication. Like, it's so dense. But when you listen to podcasts, you're like, oh, these podcasts are fucking dense. They're only talking about some bullshit. They don't necessarily have to give their opinion about nothing. They don't have any, they don't have any idea that's their own. That's a unique idea about the situation. So, well, we're not rewarded for unique thought. We're not like in education, not societally. Like you're not rewarded for creativity. It's really sad too. Like once you get into higher education, because I feel like the way we're educated now, we're just supposed to sort of regurgitate facts. Like it's rote. You're you're not inspired to think creatively. You're basically being trained to be an employee. And so then later on when you're asked to, because I think we're both like in the creative space, like, and that's when, you know, creative thought is an asset, but you haven't been taught to really exercise that muscle. And the fact, too, that you're going to upset people. Like, that's the thing, too, because is for women, it's dangerous to upset people because you're you're so afraid of losing that protection. Like this idea, like when I said before, like they're the women who deserve protection and they're the women who don't. Like I don't want to be in the, women are scared of like, I don't want to be categorized as one of those women. Whereas like my actual opinion is like, there's not like two cat. there's just people. People deserve protection. Like any kind of protection that you would want, you should exert over other people as well. Yeah. I, it's just, I'm just thinking back like, when I was a child, like, 
the conversations that I heard from extremely young parents and aunts and uncles and traumatic, like, it just wasn't an environment that promoted healthy relationships. And it wasn't an environment to promote effective communication. Because it's, it's weird that we all speak English. And I say this all the time, but we don't all speak the same language. No. We all speak English. We all understand, you know, what, what we all understand the words. Mm-hmm. We don't understand anything else. The, the intention. Yeah, yeah don't it's understand totally the, lost. And it's like, but what the fuck? Like, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's, it's part of pitting us against each other. I think, once again, we're not really conditioned to cooperate with each other, really. No. And because we could be so powerful if we were. Like, and I, I feel like it's intentional in a lot of ways. No, I just think that the, another flaw is human beings having the, having the, uh, the free will to be like, nah. Like, that's a, that's, that's a huge problem. Like, motherfuckers, a, a motherfucker being able to say no. That's a problem. Because, nigga, do this. They're like, nah, I don't want to do that. You be like, you don't really fuck up this situation because of whatever feelings you have. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to push back on that because I do like being able to say no. Yes, like, but some things we should not be able to say no to. Like, Recycle. Well, give me an example. Recycle. Okay. No. But, no, I'm, well, let's go back to interpersonal relationships because I feel like that's something different because no, right now we're do. talking about, like, the men and women thing. Like, you no, that's, sh- just, that's, just a, that's, just a, that's just a general, like, both men and women. Hey, in order for us to survive, we need to recycle. The fact that you have the option of not doing that, that's a problem. The, the, it is. Like, just, just having the free, like, the fact that, nigga, she said no. So what? I'm going to rape her still. Oh, the fact that, like, I shouldn't kill this person. Oh, but I want to. Like, just the... The, you you saying no to the rules is a problem, but because you have that option, and everybody wants that option, everybody wants to ex- exert their 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 right to say no, and when you limit people on the ability to say no, they rebel in other ways, and I feel like that's an issue. And I've never I haven't sat and thought about this too much, but it's a problem. Like Dorian saying no now, nigga. I will fight you. But I do like that. Okay, because do you remember, or I don't know if you remember, but I know when I was younger, like, as a young child, like, when, when kids learn how to say no, like, they really get into it. They're like, oh, I've discovered no. This is awesome. So they say no to everything. But I remember when I was younger, you were never really allowed to say no to, like, if someone wanted to, like, pick you up or hug you or kiss you or something like that, you were never allowed to say no to that. Oh, uh, Dorian says that. And it's like, but I was different with my kids. I'm like, yeah, like, you don't have to, like, even though yeah. you're a child, like, you get to say, no. like, you get to say no. Just fuck away from me. Yeah. My and mom it's kind hates of like, that. And, <laughs> but I love that. it. Like, my whole thing is, like, even though it's a, like, when you see little kids and they're, like, standoffish, I'm like, you know what? Keep that energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dorian, that is, energy. Dorian is that way. And my mom and my aunt, they hate it because my aunt doesn't really, like, she doesn't come over. Like, we, I'm a... I'm a parent now. I'm not about to pack my kid up and go to your house. You can mm-hmm. come over here, but I'm not about to, Yeah. I'm not doing that. My mom was living in Atlanta. So when she came back up here, he was like, I don't Yeah, know you. I don't really 
really know you like that. And then yeah. she'll be like, she'll be forceful with him. And then mm-hmm. she'll wonder why he doesn't want to. Right. And I'm like, you, that's just not how. And you should be like that. I always tell when little kids are like that, I'm like, I like that. You have to. Like, you don't know me like that. Yeah. You shouldn't be all coochie coo with me right right, right now. Like, to... And then when you come around and you see me and stuff, eventually kids, they'll be like, okay, you're cool. No, you just got to motherfucking win my son's affection. And there was wrong with that. Like, Because nobody wants to fucking do that. You're supposed to like me because I'm me. Like that's that's the that's the, the back to that's the the circle it back to where it like yeah, the, the whole Instagram lottery thing. Like, yeah, like you like me because I'm me. Like regardless of what I'm saying or what I'm doing, I want you to like or how me. unsafe you feel yeah, right now. Yeah, like no, like he doesn't like strangers, and he's not going to be. I know you because I'm And I'm going to be teaching him not to like strangers. Like, you should not. And you're trying to teach him to like strangers. Like, I don't even understand. Like, why would you even want my son to just embrace you like this? Like, Mm -hmm. when my nigga's affection. Like, he know. And it doesn't take long with kids. He don't know that you bought him all of this shit. Right. You sent it in an Amazon box. I opened it and gave it to him. For all he knows, I gave him the diapers, the clothes, the toys. And I am petty like that. Like, when I am giving kids gifts, I usually do want to give it in person. Yeah, give it to him. Because you need to know this is for me because yeah. I know how this works. Yeah, no, you need to give this motherfucker candy, blow bubbles for him. You need mm-hmm. to you put in the work. Be reliable. Be reliable. Be reliable, and then that's a good life lesson. It's like, okay, I should be giving the love and affection to the people who are showing up for me, not for just people who showed up and be like, you should be giving me this. It's like, oh. Let's really? take a break, and I want to end with a, a point about people having to prove their love. And also, I want you to define feminism for me, too. Fine? Define. Define. Yes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Nah. Okay. Uh, I don't think you know me like that. Okay. Because uh, I don't invite motherfuckers to shit that I know you might fuck this up. Not not that it's going to be an, fucked up, but like anytime there's a family event, even when they're not fucked up, there's always something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I got a baby shower coming up this weekend. Um, 
Me and Sierra suck at this because we don't necessarily get excited about things, nor do we plan for events. Okay. So we'll probably start planning or not. We're not. We're not putting it together. So we'll probably start getting shit together like on Friday or Thursday, and gotcha. uh, that sucks because I don't want my kids to think we love them less because we just are absent-minded about birthdays and shit like that. But I'm gonna try my best to be um, um, present in that because I don't Listen, want. Listen, my- I'm done putting pressure on myself to be everything. Like my kids have to know, like my I can't do all the love languages. Like, I'm only going to do, like, that's the thing. Like, I just can't. Like, I'm going to try to figure out yours and accommodate it as much, but I can't do all of the things. So I do, I like to party. So I will do a whole event or whatever. But what's crazy is I'm not great at buying presents. Like, that's one of the things, like, if, like, giving gifts is your, like, I feel like my ex, like, giving gifts was his love language. I don't like buying gifts. Like, I don't like being pressured to buy gifts. I don't like being pressured to do anything. But I do like, if I just, if I'm out and about and I see something that I think somebody I care about likes, I like, I like getting gifts in those situations. But, like, when it's Christmas, birthdays, Valentine's Day, and there's all this pressure around it, I hate that. Like, it doesn't feel genuine, and it doesn't feel special. But I do know, like, for people who do have, like, giving gifts as their love language, like, they'll feel hurt if I don't get them something. So, but to me, that just goes to show, like, I need to find, for me to find somebody compatible, it needs to be somebody who understands that about me. That I express myself in different ways, like I'm going to cook you a meal every day or I'm going to um, kind of anticipate your needs. Like, that's my love language. But like, and that's what I can do well. But like, if I'm not good at your love language, then obviously, like, then I'm not for you or you just have to accept that. Yeah, the world doesn't hate you because they don't accommodate your love language. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys are just so mean to me, and I don't have any real friends, and people are always letting Here's me down, thing. and <laughs> I can't I, I trust like anybody. There's certain characteristics that bother me about men and women, and I feel like one of the things that bother me a lot about women is the fact that you are expected to anticipate their needs. Like, women are like, well, you should just know. And it's like, that's insane. Like, I've had female friends um, talk to me about guys. That's what, go ahead. Where they're like, oh, well, he should have known that I wanted this, this, and this. And I'll be like, yeah, that's insane. You you want him to be a mind reader? You don't even know what you want. Like, I've realized at the end of the day, for a lot of, <laughs> for a lot of people, not just women, they want people to anticipate what they want and give it to them without doing the work of figuring out what they want. And oh, that's where— This is why I love cats. Because <laughs> even though— you didn't compliment men before you met me. I did too. <laughs> no, you did yes, not. I did. No, you did. Yes, not. I did. For you, I, for you. Yes, to, I did. For Listeners, you to go out of your yes, way. I did. For you to go out of your way to be like, see, I did compliment you today. That means you never did it. Yes, I did. If, I've done. Yes, I do. <laughs> for you to be this defensive, you didn't. Yes, do I do. Because it's like you lying on me. It's like yeah, you get real. Like no, I'm. I'm a big. I'm a very. I'm not racist. I'm. A, like, My mate is black. <laughs> I'm very complimentary. I'm a very positive person, so I feel like I do, like, just as my habit, like, I compliment, like, I try to find the positive. Like, I don't, because one of the things I hated, like, growing up was when people were just negative about me. Like, why are you just telling me the shitty stuff? Like, I know I'm not just bringing shit. I'm bringing other stuff, too. So not to say that I, like, shouldn't get, like, corrections or anything like that but like when you're only correcting all right this is enough of you defending yourself what i'm happy you brought this up i'm happy you brought this up because that's kind of what i wanted to touch on is why men 
I can see why men. Uh, it's gonna sound bad. It is gonna sound bad, it's but gonna, that's why honesty sound, sounds bad a lot. I can see. I'll say something bad back, so you're not the only one saying something bad. I can see why men treat women like 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 infidelity, because a lot of the times it seems as if it's our job to pick your brain to find out what you want, to find out what you need, to accommodate you, even though you don't even know. We have to figure out what you want, convince you that you want it, make decisions about all of these things. But it's sometimes received as if that's my job and it, that is not your job to accommodate me in any type of way. You ask, you ask, you ask, you ask, you ask, and then you don't give. I'm seeing that a lot now, like, not going to say with who. Okay. But I can see why certain men have somebody else. Because the other woman is extremely appreciative of you being here. Like they know, like they know what you're risking to be here. If you're a smart man and you and you do it right. The woman that you were cheating with, she understands what the situation is. You come over there, she's ready to fuck. She looks like she's ready to fuck. She's there to listen to about your day. Like, you there for her day. Like, it's it's toxic as fuck, and it's not right. But a lot of the times, and men do it too, a lot of the times we just, we don't really realize that this person doesn't have to be here. So when you realize that a motherfucker can just leave, whenever they want, you kind of treat them differently. Obviously. That's so, why I said you should have to re renew marriages every seven years. But that's why that goes back to the woman that I dated in 09 telling me, like, yo, motherfucker wasn't as accommodating as you. And I was like, yeah, because I thought you was going to wake up one day and realize you weren't supposed to be fucking me. <laughs> so I wanted to keep you around for as long as I possibly could, but for a motherfucker to be in a relationship and then you just get into this this is the shitty thing about human beings. Like, we just get into, like, this routine. Motherfuckers drive to work and don't even realize anything that's happening around mm -hmm. them. They just drive. They just, it's the routine. It's like zombie mode. Zombie mode. So we go through life in zombie mode with motherfuckers, and you start to appreciate each other less and less and less and less until, because until, you're not doing anything different. Well, and that's human nature, right? Because we're... Once you figure out, like, okay, we're together and there's no more competition anymore, people don't bring their A game anymore. Like, you bring your A game when there's competition. But when there's, there's no threat. competition, what, what am I bringing my A game for? That's a lot of energy. Like, why would I do that? But I think it's important, like, if you're trying to keep the interest of your partner because someone else will bring their A game to, like, snatch your partner. And also, too, because when... Like, let's say you have the side chick. That relationship's always easier because you're not going through the shit with them. Like, nope. it's just pleasure. Just pleasure. It's just pleasure. But with your primary partner, you have to go through the shit with them. Yeah. Like, I have literal shit. Like, I remember in the mornings, like, of course, like, 
your side chick wants to fuck you. You did, she didn't have to listen to you take a shit this morning. Yeah, you know she what I'm saying. She don't have to see you brush your teeth and Nothing. how you. Sl- I mean, even shit. the brushing teeth doesn't bother me. But like when I'm laying there and like I have to like smell your shit and then you want to come out and fuck. Like that's not sexy. Like when you're dating and stuff like that and having like an affair, like you distance yourself. Like you'd at least go to the downstairs bathroom or something right, like right, that. Right. That's why I'm happy just... me and Sierra have separate bathrooms. But exactly, I think that's really important for a healthy marriage. By oh, the way, a healthy marriage. I think we're not going to be sleeping in the same room. I so. mean, having your own space is really, really important. Like, I, I, think. I was like, yo, she was like, yo, so is Dorian sleeping with me tonight? Or you said, I was like, Dorian. Because <laughs> I just, because I never, I like sleeping alone. I, I love sleeping by myself. I love, like, I just want Once I got an electric blanket, I was like in the zone. I'm I like, want this to is be, fantastic. I want to be by myself sometime. Like, I don't want to be, uh, anyway, but it, the the you bring up a good point with the shit. Like, I do. I can bring up a lot of good points. The the people the the there's a woman. She was like, "Why do uh, men only want to uh, fuck me and da 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 da?" But they never really want to settle down and da da and be with me. And I was like, and I wanted to say so bad, cause bitch, you ain't the one. Like, obviously, like why isn't why isn't that the the like you ain't together? Like you're a fucking wreck. Like you're a you're you're a wreck and and the motherfucker can see that you're not doing a very good fucking job of hiding the fact that you can't hold it together. <laughs> no, I don't want to fucking be with you. Why the fuck? Like I, all the women that are fucking dealing with mental health issues, like and they can't hide it. They always complain about not being able to keep a man. Bitch, you are at a club right now and you look sad. You are fucking you're fucking up the whole. You're bringing it yeah, down. Yeah, you're bringing the whole fucking vibe down. Like motherfuckers don't want to be around you. Your friends are alienating you. You because you don't know how to get your shit together. Oh, it's you like feel, the bath lady song. You feel like the world is, is is fucking weighing you down. You feel like you are the motherfucking black sheep well, of the universe. Well, you're looking for someone to save you. Yeah, but I'm not here to save you, bitch, because you are too fucking far down. You're going to drag me down. Well, we you, shouldn't be looking for people to save us because you brought that up earlier. People use each other like drugs. Like people use each other like drugs. Yes. Because I remember being Lift really... Lift me up. Uplift me. Well, Make me feel... No. 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 Therapy. No. Get there therapy is so helpful when i was going through my divorce no stop fucking feeling like a fucking victim <laughs> exactly God damn. like heal like the doing the therapy is like That's doing the fucking... work of healing yourself like it's it's work and we a lot of times work. what we're conditioned like the the message women are given is that you find this partner they complete you and then you can start your life right instead of start your life Fix yourself. If you find somebody else who adds to your life, that's gravy. But you shouldn't be waiting like you're in stasis until somebody come, a significant other comes along. Once this person comes along, I'm going to be the best version of myself. And I'm going to, no, you're not. You're still going to be a shitty, depressed person even when this person comes along and this person's going to leave you because you're a shitty, depressed person. Well, and it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, not every relationship is successful because it went on forever. Like, there no. are lots of shitty relationships that, that are still on going on. Yeah, yeah. like, you want to have something good in your life. And doing the work of therapy, doing the work of realizing, because that was the thing, too. Like, my my first relationship after my ex, like, it's that, that it's such a wonderful feeling. Like, you know, when you meet it's somebody, you get excited about it, feeling, excited about it. And feeling. it's great because it's like you get to escape, like, feeling, like, lonely and rejected from the failed relationship. It but, comes back. But then, but when, because I was like being back. conscious about it, like I'm consciously engaging in a relationship with someone else. I'm like, 
I actually, when I'm going through something hard, I actually might not engage in that person. Like I might not link up with them because I'm just using them to escape my problems. Like why don't I get into a good space where I am right now before I go interact with him? Because so that I'm not just using him to change my mood. Like why don't I get into like a good mood, prove that that's even possible and then go into that so that I'm not that using that person. I mean, it's gross. You're extremely mature. I'm pretty old, though, so I yeah, yeah, need yeah. to be by now. But yeah, yeah. it's like, but in the past, I would. I was like, you would just use another person to get over the last person instead of me being the person who needs to do the work on me. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get this other person to work on me, and then I'll feel better because they want me. Now I'm validated. Instead of just like really, it sounds so lame, but like really dating yourself, like asking yourself, like, well, if you could do anything today, what do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And that's so boring. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, and my thing is like, I know, like I know exactly what I would like to do today. And for, I think where I've had trouble with men is that because they're used to women who don't know what they like, they want to provide that. And they'll be like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'll make you happy. And it's like, actually, I don't want I've done the work. I know what makes me happy. I know what makes me happy. And, and it's that not that stuff. That shit does not do it. It doesn't. They could be like, wait, what? And then they get, then that's the ego thing, because it's like, well, now she's telling me what she wants. And then, like, then definitely don't do it in bed. Because then it's like, oh, so you're trying to tell me, like, I don't. And it's like, no, it's just I don't have the same body as the last chick you were with, so you can't do that stuff. And that shit is tight. I had a, I had a woman do that, and she was like, but that's only tight if your goal oh, is to pleasure, you know, bring pleasure to somebody else and not just be that was like. the first time I felt like I was being fucked. <laughs> and men don't like that, though. Oh, I, I remember I had a dude too. He wouldn't I even let it. me ride. Like, that uh, was too much control. Like, we, like, it didn't last very long. Because I was like, we, what? Let like, me on top. Like, why can't I? And at the time, that's the only way I could orgasm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so why am I here? Like, yeah. a, a man would never, ever have sex if there wasn't a potential of him having an orgasm. But, like, women are kind of expected just we to... Ne- y'all not expected to do that shit. Y'all just do that shit. Nobody told y'all to fuck. Nobody told y'all to lay down with a motherfucker. If you know your pussy is broken because you don't know how to use that motherfucker right or you keep fucking with men who don't know how to please you, then that's your fault. Stop using that motherfucker. N- n- men, men... We don't get that message right. I agree with that message, but we don't get that message much. Y'all need to get a new new service provider because the messages <laughs> that y'all need to be getting are never coming through. Because God that's the damn. thing, too. Because that's what's so funny. Like, I was listening to the read, and they were talking about a woman wrote in because she had the rose or whatever. And her boyfriend was like, he didn't like using the rose when they were fucking because she would, like, go crazy. Yeah. And they were like, why do you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to see you go crazy? Because that's... Because finding a soulmate is so hard, and I don't want this to be the reason why I don't get the dream of being married and 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 having the pictures. But like on, that's and, the sex you want to have your whole life with yeah, some dude who doesn't want to see you could, lose your mind. I could just succumb to it, and I could just deal with this forever because I think that suppressing myself is normal because I've had to suppress myself no, my entire life. And see, right now you're dragging the girl, but I want to drag the dude who doesn't oh, want to see her. Oh, like, the nigga ego. Oh hard. yeah, the nigga. The nigga don't know, <laughs> man. When I when we started using toys in the bedroom and I was like oh I've been missing out oh I didn't I don't have to do all this fucking work 
What? It's your fr- oh, But so many men feel like it's not it. just my dick, my dick, my fuck dick. That. It's no. like if it's not that, then so many men, I it's been my experience, like feel really, really threatened by it. So yeah, it's it's a whole thing. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you though, before we go. What is your, because I feel like this is so crazy to me that so many black men hate the word feminism. And black women, too, like, there's this this repellent thing about, like, around feminism, I feel like. Whereas, and I understand it because white feminism has been, like, really toxic in a lot of ways to black people. But ultimately, though, because we are living under a patriarchy, so to me, feminism is necessary in the same way that fighting against racism is necessary. Fighting against sexism is necessary, too. So sometimes I do have to ally myself with feminists because I like having a bank account. Like, women couldn't have bank accounts for the longest time by themselves. Or I like having birth control. Like, I'm a single woman. Like, it used to be, like, they used to be perfectly legal to not sell a single woman birth control. Right. Fuck that shit. But feminism changed that. Um, uh, human rights. Feminism is a part of human rights. Yeah, but <coughs> some same way as like gay rights, uh, black people, indigenous people, uh, Muslim, anybody who's been like oppressed in our society, you we gotta, do we have, gotta, to, we have to. Bra- you have we have to, to branch assert. out. Have to branch out a whole <laughs> another uh, title to get to get rights. What do I think of? Feminism. Like, how do you define feminism? Because I, I think I have a different working vi- definition of feminism than a lot of black men do. So that's never, my, always my first question. I've never, ever thought about feminism in my life. Probably didn't have to. Kind of like a white person. You don't have to think about racism. Well, I'm not doing any, I'm not, I'm not doing any of the oppressing, so. You might, though. Uh, like, that's the thing. Like, white people don't feel like they're oppressing black people, but the, if you're I going do, along with the status quo, you women. are. Everything I do is for black women, so. I, you I, are unique, but we're, yeah. let's just talk about regular. No, we're dudes. talking about me. Oh, yeah, but I'm just you said me. The, okay, you said me. How do you define feminism? You're I don't. Right. I just you. Just, but you don't have to. Like for me, I have to. I I just these motherfuckers are equal, if not more powerful. So I'm not here to. I, I've never understood how the pay is different. I never understood why they couldn't do certain things. Like I don't feel like men should even be in power or position to tell a woman what she should and cannot do with. Birth control, bank account, like, it's a control thing, and I've never really thought that, sorry if you guys hear that loud-ass rumbling, <laughs> the garage, I, you probably won't, but um, I want to wait, because it's loud. That sounds like a long-ass garage, but I've never... You personally, but could you agree that societally women are oppressed? Like, not by you, but just in our society, women well, evident. Yes. are... Yeah, like have a a lower social status. Yes. Okay. So to me, that's why feminism was necessary so that we could fight for the right to vote, for instance, or the right to— If y'all should have just went on fucking strike. Well, I—but women—misogyny isn't just—like, men aren't just misogynist. Women are, too. So it's hard to get the solidarity solidarity amongst women, especially when we've been separated into different groups. So there's black men and white women, Asian women. Like, instead of just seeing ourselves as women and we're all rowing the same boat because we're globally being oppressed, 
Yeah, but women be like, bitch, you ain't a real woman. I'm a real woman. And see, to me, that's, once again, it's so divisive, and it doesn't advance our cause. Like, if our cause is to have— But it's not. Because here's because here, the thing with feminism is, like, I'm not trying to say, like, men and women are the same. We're not. But under the law, we should be equal. Like, that's the only thing to me feminism is, where it's just, like, where— I'm not allowed to, let's say, for instance, like I was an only child. And so when my dad died and like I got my inheritance and a lot of societies around the bank world wrong. throughout you history, you don't get the Is money. Is that why you got a cheetah, a cheetah hat on right now? I mean, I'm wrong? an only child and I grew up, I'm exceptionally privileged. Yes. Okay. So I always wonder why you dress so nice. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for noticing. It takes a lot of effort. Cap. <laughs> why? And this is why I, why can't I just be nice to you? Let what me did, be nice. What did I say cap for? Because you're, I, no, 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 I said I say thank for? you for noticing. What did I say cap for? I thought you said for thank you for noticing. No. It takes a lot of work. That's that's what I was saying, cap. It does take a lot of work. No, it don't. Well, agree to disagree. I feel like it takes a lot of work. How long did it take you to get dressed today? <sighs> I didn't time myself, but if I looked the way I did when I rolled out of bed, you'd been like, man, maybe we should reschedule. It looks like you're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think, like I was thinking about this yesterday to go back to feminism. There's going to be, okay, men have power and we don't have power. And then you have, okay, now white women say, okay, I want to be the powerful one out of this women group. I want to have more rights than Asians, blacks, Mexicans, this, this, and that. And then white men want to have more power over everybody, but then the gays, you really not about to get, you really, but the blacks, fuck no. But if I had to choose between the blacks and the gays, I guess I could choose the gays over the blacks because my son is white and he could be gay, but I have a, I can't have a black son. But I do want to control the woman still, so I, because I need that power. So you can't do anything with your pussy that I don't say you can do with that. You can't reproduce, you can't do, and you can't learn certain things. Even though I don't, I haven't been in school in 100 years, I have no idea what the education system should be like because I don't go to school. I'm going to control that because I need control. For me, Eric, I believe that power is a problem. And the only way to fix all of this is drop a huge squid out of the sky. Oh, God damn because, it. Here we go with the squids again. Because... I don't think black women understand the detriment of what they're doing to the community by empowering other black women. Stay with me. If you were about equality, you wouldn't be trying to empower only black women. You would be trying to empower everybody black. Let's say that. Let's just say everybody black. But if you're only actively hiring black people, I mean black women, for your company, Knowing that there's a black man that can do this job, but you're disguising it as uplifting black women, then you're doing the same exact thing that the white man is doing. But I agree. hold on, but what does this tell your son? What does this tell your son that you are uplifting all of the, you are going to all of these black women sem seminars, you're doing all of this black woman this, black woman that, and he never sees you uplift black men. And, but historically, have 
has it been that because when you're studying the history of like the civil rights movement, for instance, it hasn't been an instance of black women only wanting to uplift other black no, women. The, I'm talking about today. I'm not but talking even, about in history. But, I'm, no, I'm talking about today. Well, I'm only saying historically because we don't have any organized movement now. Well, if you go, if you look online, if we're talking about pressure and the things that we see online and the images, I'm only going off of that. I'm going off of black women only uplifting black women and celebrating black women because that is the thing to do. But I feel like mostly we do back up black men. Like, ask, like me I said, how many, like, ask me how many black women uplift Black Widow. I'm a coming. Lot. I, no, oh. fuck no, not women that can, not women with voices. Oh well. Women who like it but versus think- women who up, women who who are in position that can uplift because it, now it becomes back to the whole the Beyonce thing, like the hate, like, oh, this woman is beautiful, so I'm going to uplift, because I want to be associated with this, these group of people. Eric is just a motherfucker that's, he married, he, so I don't, there's no benefit of that. So I I see, I see how women are, is the women at these, at Blavity, women at motherfucking, uh, I don't know what that is. Blavity is a black blog. So you got XO Nicole, you got fuck that's Nicole Bitchy. You got Miss Gia. You got all of these blogs that are by black women. Uh, Shade Room Media. They're all ran by black women. Okay. All of the most of the the writers. You know I'm weird. I don't follow any of this. Most of the women that write for these, most of the people that write for these, are black women. Okay. So all of the stories and all of the slander coming from black women. All of the uplifting coming from black women. Well, slander that that means something because slander means that it's a lie. So are they lying? Any gossip, any slander, anything, whatever it is, okay. is coming from black women. So when, what I'm saying is, it's rare. So they're lying? No, you're only focusing on slander. I'm saying the slandering, the gossiping, the the uplifting, all of everything that's encompassed in black blogs okay. comes from black women. But they're doing the uplifting and the demonizing of sexuality, the... they're. It's, uh, it's weird because you get into this power thing. Because, yes, I want everybody to be equal, but I still want to have more power than you. Regardless, right. that, regardless of... And I feel like of, in a lot of these movements, so like in the, um, like I said, the gay movement and in the feminist movement, a lot of times, yes, a, it's not about equality for everybody. It's advancing my group so that we can move up the hierarchy. It's kind of like, a, did you watch Game of Thrones? You didn't? That surprises me. You watched a lot of HBO stuff, so I thought you might have watched Game of Thrones. Never watched The Dragon. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed that show. But one of the characters, she has this great quote about how basically everyone sees power as a wheel. Everybody wants to spin the wheel so that there's somebody different on top. And she's like, I don't want to spin the wheel. I want to break the wheel. And that was one of the iconic moments as Daenerys, Mother of Dragons, and they, like, ruined her character in the show. But, like, what was interesting was, like, it's an interesting way to think of power because, no, I don't want to move the wheel so that I'm on top and now I'm dominating black men and white women and white men. It's like, let's get out of that mindset of dominating each other. We can't. We can, though. Like, it exists. Like, we have to get out of this this dominance mindset because we— Where does it exist? It has existed in history, not in Western culture. Like, obviously, we live in, like, a uh, this sort of white European Western civilization dominance hierarchy mindset. But, like, that hasn't been around forever. Human beings have lived without this. 
So like it's possible. It's just it's so entrenched in the way that we live and move and when. I mean, human beings have been around for like hundreds of thousands of years. Like we don't. It, some of it's the I history so old. I just can't. I just can't fathom a time where it was all peaceful and then it wasn't. Well, there's never anything, there's no such thing as all peaceful. Like, that's the other thing, too. We well, think like, well, that we can get to a point in life where everything, where you're always going to be fight. like, life is work and fighting. Right, like, but you're never going to get past that, a certain... But, but the thing mean, is, we could work with each other to fight against, like, the universe basically trying to kill us sometimes. Like, we... We, we build shelters, we build infrastructures, we build societies so that we all have a better standard of living in life. Yeah, but then then that becomes a problem because if I look over and your society is better than mine, I'm going to come take it. But w it doesn't have to be like that. We could, see, and this gets back to Star Trek, because there to me that was like I grew up watching Star Trek, so I see this model of the future where there's no money. Like, there's no uh, racial divisions, and there's no sexism either. Like, Star Trek was the really the only program I watched on TV where there were women in leadership, and it wasn't a big deal. Like, of course, there were, like, female captains and admirals sometimes. It wasn't a big deal. They never made—it was just, like, it's the future. Obviously, we're over that now. And we're working with alien rape. Like, it's this idea of but do they still getting have rid of that hierarchy. Of course. Of, okay. of what? Well, because there's resources. Everything comes down to resources. We're ultimately fighting for resources. Right. So back in the day, nigga, there's chicken, only certain things can grow over there, and we need that, and I'm coming to take it. That's power. But that's like white. That, but that's kind of what I don't want to talk about white because I don't think it exists. But like when this European colonization like mindset took like this sort of global scope. Like, yeah, it was like that. Because for the most part, uh, it was interesting. I was looking at a, a book of art, just, just Japanese art, and it was, you know, ancient. And they were explorers. Like, they knew that there was Africa and all these different places. They had paintings of, like, African and Indian people. Like, they were completely aware that there was a larger world. They just were not interested in conquering it, at least not at that time. They were just interested in exploring and learning about these people. But then when we have the eight quote unquote age of explorers where there's this expansion and it's like, well, I'm going to colonize this and basically like get rich off of this. But that's not get how money. like human beings have uh, like uh, there's been get money. Like when they're talking about, Oh, this, they discovered the new world. Like, just the Europeans discovered it. Most of the world knew about each other. Right. You know what I mean? So it doesn't always have to be this, we, but we're so conditioned in how we are learn, we're, we structure our thoughts on the world that it should be like, oh, well, they have that. I should have that. You know what? You know what I didn't like about Marvel recently in the Endgame? Is that they took out the reason why Thanos was doing what he was doing. And it was powered by pussy. Oh yeah, Madam Death. Yes. Yeah. Like it was they a, did it was, it was a yeah. whole reason why he this, was trying to impress yeah, Madam Death. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you are fine. Look, I can snap my fingers and these motherfuckers gonna just give me some pussy. Yeah, this is deep comic book lore. Yeah, give me some pussy. Like, but Well, and also too, it, it ties into the celestials as well, because he knew that the more people there were, the more it would power the celestials, and then the celestials would blow the earth up. Like, it was, like, a bunch of stuff. 
give me some pussy. <laughs> like those, just the. Uh, <clears throat> but I'm glad you brought up Marvel because I went to see uh, Batman. the Batman. So DC Universe. No. It was an hour too long, yeah. but it was a good movie. And yeah, nah, I'm good. It, but like, just wait. To, like for you, yeah, just wait to see it on HBO. I watched it. Um, what I don't like is like, my nigga, give me some consistency. But who? And we'll take a break. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What I, what I don't like about DC is like, my nigga, keep the same fucking Batman. Like, stop changing Batman. No, that's fun. No, it's not. Yes, that's it why is. we like Marvel so much. That's why. That's why They're the going to have to switch up some stuff, though. They're new, moving into a new phase. This is the. But this, but but the, this is how comic books work. Because I actually like the movie because it. it, it it felt like a comic book. Like when I'm reading a Batman comic book, that's what that movie felt like. But like every comic book, you get new writers, new animators. So these characters are constantly reborn. So I don't have any problem with new actors playing these characters because they're almost like um, at this point, I'm trying to think of like what the similarity is. There is none. Because there is nothing that you would ever watch where there's two different, sixteen different versions of the same character. I mean, kind of like financially, um, why mythology would you... works like that. Like where these characters are sort of reborn, and you have to come up with new stories for them, like age after age. And I think that's kind of how where Batman and uh, even the Marvel universe exists. Because even in the Marvel, Marvel comics, don't do that. yes, they do they in the don't. comic books. I'm just talking about the movies. But eventually they will have to do that for the movies because these stories, like uh, Batman, when, when was Batman? That was like in the 40s. The Batman has been around for so long. So as time goes on, it's probably going to be even longer. So you have to keep recasting these roles. Like that's pretty. And even, in the, and even in the Batman series, when it was the TV show, there was all these different cat women's and stuff. Like I'm cool with that. That doesn't bother me. Nah, I need some consistency because if I'm watching... It's hard. Like, for me, once Iron Man came out and it was the same Iron, Iron Man. Iron Man is just Batman. That was Marvel's Batman, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but if, if Iron, Iron Man was Tony Stark's till the end game, that was 2005, that was 2018. That's, that's a long fucking time mm-hmm. for Iron Man to be Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That Iron Man was in all of the other Marvel movies Spider-Man, fucking, uh, fucking Captain America, fucking Alien, Ant-Man, Wasp. Like, he was in all of them. Same one. Same with fucking the Hulk. All of it, like, same one. Same guy, all of that shit. And DC, like, I'll be watching something, it'll be a whole different white man playing this character, and then I'll watch a movie, it'll be a completely different joke. Like, why have the Joker... And why have that? Well, it's actually just Joker. Joker. Why have Joker? Why have that movie do do so fucking well, win all of those awards, and then him not be Joker? Because well, 
Like, like I said, I, I have no problem with it because I'm used to seeing these characters in all kinds of different iterations because but if, of but, uh, but if the if comics. But if it's about if it's about if it's about creating a world, because that's what this is about. It's like creating, I think it's about storytelling more than create. I mean, you story, have to create a world, but it's a, it's a, it's it's great storytelling. Don't don't get it fucked up. I do enjoy like. The stories that the bat like all the Batman movies have been good, but you know that the one with Heath Ledger not was, all of them, but it, it, in their time, like no, the George Clooney one was bad during its time. It was, yeah. Cause you was an adult when that came out. I wasn't an adult. I was still a child. How old were you when that came out? Let me check. Jesus, George Clooney Batman. <laughs> George Clooney Batman. Siri takes forever when mm-hmm. I. That shit came out in 97. I'm not a legal adult. You were 17, 16, probably. Like that. So I'm not a legal adult. You was That shit got a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. It was not good. All right. I never seen that one. It wasn't good. But, but I mean, but here's the thing. Like, it, it's, it's, Batman has existed for so long you, that you have to recast it as But it's just point. like a thousand different Batmans so all, at the, still all at ben, the same time. Ben Affleck? All at, no, all at the same time. Like, they got the, you got a bat, you have a Batman that's in the Aquaman movie. I mean, uh... The, that's the, bat, Batflick. Yeah. Bat you, and Ben Affleck. You have, you have that one. Mm-hmm. Then you have the one like with Heath Ledger. Then you have this one. Then you have the one that's in the... Christian the, Bale. You have Joker, the one that's in that one. You have, you have so many... That was still Ben Affleck you have, and Joker. You have the one... You have I the think. fucking Batman that's in Gotham, that the TV show. There's mm-hmm. just so many at the same time. Well, that's production stuff too. I know, but they should have. They should have just got <laughs> I'm on okay board. with that. I mean, just because Batman's been around so long, that having different actors play these roles, it's kind of like Shakespeare. That's what I was trying to think of. Like in Shakespeare, obviously you have to cast different people all the time for these roles. So it's still Hamlet. It's still Othello. It's still Romeo and Juliet. It's still these stories. But, of course, we have to cast them with different people because these stories have existed for hundreds of years. Like, people only live so long. And they're only young and hot for so long, too, because we want to watch young and hot people I think stuff. that's why I like the, the, the Wolverine guy. Oh, yeah. he was Wolverine. He was perfect. He was Wolverine he, for what, a— What's his name? I don't know. The white guy. The white guy. He's he, Australian. I, he was perfect for but Wolverine. He, but he was Wolverine for a very long fucking time. And I wish that they would have merged those. I really wanted to see Wolverine and the Hulk fight. Well, they didn't exist. Like, Sony and Disney owned yeah, the yeah, properties, so yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, bullshit business. But <laughs> I like the fact that, you know, that Marvel has the same characters for the joints. Hugh Jackman. Jesus. For, at, least, at, least, at least for 10 years or something like that. But it's hard because you're dealing with people, and I don't, I, that doesn't bother me about a lot of the movies. For me, the only thing that bothered me was that it was just overly long. Yeah, they, and are, they too always dramatic. Just... It wasn't, you know, I really feel like the best Batmans are the animated ones because Batman is so cartoonishly weird because mm-hmm. it's a guy in a bat suit like beating up mentally ill people. Like it's 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 you know like when you watch it and try to make it serious, it's like eh, 
if you try to bring reality to it, it's too much. But when you, it's a comic, when it's a cartoon, the Lego, the Batman Lego movie, Fire. I feel like that was the best Batman Fire. movie ever. Fire. The Lego movies is undoubtedly the best. To me, that's the best way to examine superheroes because when they're in comics, when they're in cartoons, when they're in the Lego movies, they can be, they it can, can be absurd because it is absurd. This is a person in a stretchy com a costume beating up people. Like, in real life, that doesn't work. Imagine just seeing a nigga drive this obnoxious vehicle up your block. <laughs> and with, no one knows who he is. And nobody knows who he is. He talks like this. He's, he's and buddies he, with this commission. And, and, and Batman. <laughs> then he hops out in a leotard mm-hmm. and a cape. Mm-hmm. And he can't fly. So there was no need for a cape. The cape looks awesome on the motorcycle. Yes. And then, yeah, like the, like the, when you really think about it, like it's just really weird. It's silly, really, but it works as like, a like storytelling in, device. Yeah, like, like in human, like in human life, like in real life, if I seen Spider Man just, just wheezing his way on downtown. Motherfucking putting people like first of all, I'm scared of spiders. So the fact that this white boy is flying I'm around of bats too. Bats are scary. I'm not scared of bats. Oh, they have rabies. Yeah, so does so do dogs. Some some stray dogs have rabies, but sure. a spider, nigga. If Sierra calls me and the spider is too big, I get angry. Because what the fuck do you think I'm about to do to this motherfucker? Like the same protect reason. Protect her. Yeah, but who gonna protect me? <laughs> So you got this white boy flying around town just wheezing through the the skyscrapers, leaving spider webs everywhere that he goes, and then and they just like, oh, it's Spider-Man, it's Peter Parker. And I'm like, <laughs> shoot this nigga. No. Yeah. I love Peter Parker. No, nah, man, fuck that, man. No, I but yes, in real life, superheroes would be terrifying. What? Yeah, like it's, it doesn't really work, but in cartoon. Magneto, nigga, if you don't shoot this nigga. Whatever he's got, he can control the bullets. I, I love know, that about Magneto. I love Magneto. Yeah, the, Magneto's a fantastic villain. But, but the, he, And is he a villain, though? Because I love the way that the storytelling works out. Like, when you learn about these characters, like, it's hard to see anybody as a pure villain, pure hero. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, you... And, and DC is better at that probably than Marvel. Even though, like, when I was growing up, I like Marvel comics way better than DC. DC was always a little too gritty for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd only really get the Wonder Woman stuff. But, yeah, it was, um, it was definitely interesting. Um, I want them to keep making them. That's the thing that's most important to me. Like, cast them with whoever you want. Just keep, keep making, making the stories. Because I remember what, like, the superhero stuff used to look like before Marvel yeah, or before Disney and yeah. uh, Warner Brothers got a hold of them. It was real raggedy. Wham! Boom! <laughs> Boom! Kazam! That shit was <laughs> booty. didn't even work out. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Batman <laughs> looked like a fucking, fucking baker. Like, he was... He was he, pudgy. He, he was obviously pudgy. had a couple drinks before oh, they started. Oh, man, he was at the bar. He was like, oh, fuck, they're, they're fighting again. Let's... <laughs> Get to work, Brian. Like, it's just, yeah, it was it just was really wild. bad. And I, w- I was kind of disappointed. I think Zoe Kravitz, like, she did a good job. I like Zoe Kravitz. But, like, her Catwoman, co- she looked great to her. She's obviously beautiful. But, like, her Catwoman costume. She I isn't obviously beautiful. Let's, let, let's, let's dispel that. Because she's only considered that beautiful because of who her mother is. And even her mother isn't that beautiful now. 
just disagree. Well, no, because I feel like we we are we're fantasizing about who her mother used to be on the Cosby Show, but just because you're light skinned and and eccentric doesn't mean you're beautiful. She has great bone structure. So. She's. Be- I mean, I think. Would she's you fuck a, a skeleton? No. All right. Once again, like I don't Skeleton, fuck- skeleton has beautiful bone I structure. I can notice someone's beautiful without wanting to fuck them. Though. So do you think that skeletons on Halloween are beautiful? They have beautiful bone structure. They're just bone structure. No, for me to enjoy the bone structure, there still needs to be like flesh and muscle over it. Like I so- don't. But like, yeah, her. I think visually, Zoe Kravitz, Lisa Bonet. I think they're visually beautiful women. You think Prince is beautiful women too, don't you? I think Prince is a beautiful person, yes. Like, yeah, just visual. Yes, they all like, look alike. Prince, Lisa, and There's Zoe. different ways to look beautiful, and they do look beautiful in a very similar way, yes. A, I like watching them do stuff. Do you think Michael Jackson only, is beautiful? When he, before he got the surgery, yeah. <sighs> yeah, but Michael Jackson, I think the Jacksons, like, before the surgery, like, when you look at them, like, they were beautiful. Like, yeah, most people from Gary are beautiful. They're beautiful. Like, I, it's so crazy just to me, too. stress like, and trauma just fucks up the most skin. Of the, the most beautiful people I've ever seen up close in real life have been from the hood. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, for certain. Like, a lot of times, like, when you see celebrities, oh I'm God. like, eh, I have a cousin cuter than that. Yeah, but like, the women from the hood, you see a beautiful black woman from the ghetto, you be like, oh, my God, you just come from poverty. You don't know any better. <laughs> Let me take you out of this. I seen a woman at Arby's one time, and I was like, was she working there? Yes. Okay. I was like, you are too fine to be working here. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Somebody must have beat you down and not make <laughs> you think that you're not beautiful, but you should not be in Arby's. Whatever. There's nothing wrong with working at Arby's. Yes, it is. It's a lay- no, it's not. Yes, like, it if that's is. What you have, you ever, have you ever seen a hot manager at any of these places? Fuck no. No. I, there is no room for improvement. I remember. No. You've never. Go to, go to any restaurant, and you're never going to find a smoking hot manager. Ever. I don't know if that's true. You've never seen it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having to, like, hold down a job, at least for a she little while. She didn't know her potential. If, okay. you're, if yeah. you, you're fine, go work at fucking the Eagle's Nest or something like that. Go serve somewhere else where you can Maybe get... Maybe she doesn't want to be around white people. I totally Arby's understand. Arby's is full of white people. <laughs> we just ain't going. which one. But, like, ain't... I, I'm never, like, judging people too much. Like, you, you got to do what you got to do, do or gotta, whatever. You do what you got to do what you got to do. But... but I think that I, my only note was that I didn't really like the Catwoman costume that they gave her. Like, I think she deserves something a little... Are they dating in real life? Uh, Robert Pattinson, Joey Kravitz? Yeah. I don't know. We've done a lot of pictures together. You know, you know, a lot of people do. I mean, look, it's a workplace romance. That does happen a lot. Somebody said that. He seems nice. I, I felt bad when the Bella chick from Twilight cheated on him. Because he was, like, really dating the chick who played Bella yeah. in Twilight. And she was fucking the director. Of course she was. And the pictures got leaked. And they were, like, living together and everything. He was in love with this girl. Imagine and she, that. like, completely humiliated him. And then they got back together and then eventually broke up. But I felt so bad for him because you could tell he was so that. crazy about her. Imagine you and your girlfriend have the most successful series at the time. Mm-hmm. Movie franchise. And you, in, in between movies, just eating their pussy, man, and just loving you down there munching. Yum, 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 yum. And then you, y'all fuck, go to the bathroom, wash yourself off, you check your Twitter, and there's a video of her being pleased by the nigga who shoots. The director. Uh, the, the married director. Yeah, the married director <laughs> that shoots what we're known for. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, that check that, does a lot of heavy lifting. I think I'd be able to stay in it for that. That is when you punch a motherfucker in the face. <laughs> I would have to punch you. The like, director or Bella? Both. I can't remember that woman's real name. Sonic Boom, you both. I'm not I'm not for domestic violence, but but you're blowing up the bag. Like, he probably made, like, $52 million off that. Like, uh, I think he played it right. It ended. Well, I'm just saying, no, but I'm just, they finished the series, though. Like, they finished the Twilight series. Man, that's fucked up. <laughs> but it was an overall good movie, though. Back to Batman. And once again, like, get there late. You don't need the first half of the movie. Did you watch The Last Genius? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kanye? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as good I as the first one. I didn't feel two. like, yeah, the first one was the best one. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they didn't mention how she died. Like, Donda, Mm-mm. I feel like they should, that needs to be said more. Like, I don't think, I don't think that they wanted to shrink her to that. There's nothing, but wi- I feel like women should be given that message more that you're. Did, it was a man who did it, so. No, no, women need to be given the, me- well, everybody needs to be given the message more that when you get cosmetic surgery, you're putting you your life die. in your hand. Yeah, you can die. Yeah. You can seriously just die. Yeah, I so didn't really, worth, I didn't really want to hear it? about his life. Well. Like, yeah, I understand. Doc- that. <laughs> I, yeah, I really didn't want to hear about your life, Cootie. I understand you had a premature baby, and that's all, that's fucked up, and I'm happy that she's alive and well and healthy, but this is about Kanye Tither. And you did a fantastic job with the first joint, but it just seems as if you didn't pick up the signs quick enough because <laughs> you don't have footage from late registration. And the nigga was making that at the same time he was making college drop. Like, the, some of the songs that's on late registration, oh. he was making some of those songs in the dock. Like, hey, mama is on late registration. Gold Digger is on late registration. Like some of, yeah. and 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 then uh, the Adam Levine, the something's yeah. ever prime. That's on late registration. So you don't have any. Mr. West. Yes, you don't have <laughs> footage from that. I wanted to see. That would have been. I mean, overall, I give it an A. Yes, I give it an F because. <laughs> Damn. Well, that last one. Not the even first a C one. Minus? The first one. I, I give mean, it overall. Eh, what's two? What's an A, B, and an F? I think like a ninety-two percent. I just, I just. It's a solid A, A minus maybe, solid yeah, A minus. The problem that what bothered me about the last one was that Kanye West was calling him a uh, chike. Oh, that was embarrassing. That was really fucking. That embarrassing. was sad. I know he was drunk, but that was like. But then now he ran. He ran the script down. He said, "I know who you are." Shadow yeah, Zero, like, what he did. And I, stuff. I know who you are, cause, but. What I did notice was as the documentary went on, Kanye had less and less black people around him. Yes, but that's the that's by design. I think that's part of why he's like, because that's what happened to Michael Jackson too. Like more and more, he just kind of, whether black people want to admit or American black people specifically, whether we want to admit it or not, we desperately seek white approval. Yeah. And if you don't acknowledge that, you'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Until one day you wake up and realize it's like, oh, shit, I'm surrounded by, by the whites. Yeah. And then you're, because I don't want to, like, make it sound like... Because I don't even believe in white people. But, like... Obviously. But, like, if, like... <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with, like, keeping lighter people around you. There's nothing wrong with that. But if it comes at the cost of, like, now there's no black people around you, you've done something. You've made a misstep. It's just really unfortunate that, you know, Kanye West is the Kanye West of today. And my homie was like, 
the best thing for Kanye West to do is become Bank Bank Banksy Bank Bansky Bank- Banksy. Yeah, the artist. Yeah. You never like, seen. You've never seen him ever. Mm-hmm. You never just the art. Just the art, mm-hmm. and, and the art is basically just about art. It's not necessarily talking about what's going on in the world today or nothing. It's just great ass song. Self expression. Self expression, and then you just fucking disappear because I do believe that we don't know how. Like we don't see aliens because aliens are very aware that we do not know how to appreciate aliens. That's why it's not. That's why I feel like I still don't think we have aliens. That I don't think we have aliens we can communicate with. Yeah, but I don't think that I think they we can't communicate with them. I think that they might know how to speak. I, I think they might know how to figure out a way to communicate with us, like mm-hmm. put signs in the grass and shit like that or whatever. Like no, all that stuff is always like scams. All right. Well, I feel like we don't know how to appreciate gods. And I do think Kanye is a god. I think Beyonce is a god. I think Rihanna is a god. I think. Am I a god? Not yet. Damn it! You gotta grow to that. <laughs> because it's a it's not an easy thing to be that high up. No, it's not. It's, it's not, just very unnatural. Because quite honestly, I kind of like being regular. Yeah, like it's it's not a it's not a. And and to, I got to sleep in this morning. Is that good? Yeah, it was great. To to the. The responsibility of mm. being great is a. Is but gods a, don't get to do that. No, you don't. Yeah. You're, 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 you, you're at the mercy of the public opinion, and yeah. people. You don't know who Beyonce is. You don't know who Jay Z is. You don't know who any of these people are really. And as soon as you find out who they are, you don't like them. And I feel like we know who Kanye West is a little bit, and that's why we ridicule him so much. But we don't know who Diddy is. Like, you think Travis? What's so crazy is, and we can end with this. Niggas is mad at Travis Scott because people died at his thing. Nigga, do you remember when motherfucking Diddy had that concert and people were getting trampled and they were dying? That was in the 90s. Yeah, like, this ain't the first time that this has happened. That's why you need event insurance. What? You need what? Event insurance. That's why... It's just... It's just... To be that high up, you get ridiculed for everything. So watching this documentary, I was like, damn. Like, Kanye West really started from a good place, but... Just because you start from a good place doesn't always mean that you're going to end up in a good place because the game changes you. How I felt about podcasting when I first started versus how I feel about it now is completely different. Will it ever go back? Fuck no. Will it ever? Will I, will I ever get to a place where I feel like art is just about self-expression? Fuck no. Because I feel like, nigga, you don't you cat you don't care about money because of whatever reason. But money is important. Oh, it's because I've always had it. That's right. the reason why I don't care about right. it. Right, but. Most people that are artists, they come from a place where the art is an expression of some type of hurt or emotions that they can't really express. Art ain't shit, but the ain't art ain't shit, but a way for you to get paid. That's it. It's a way for you to monetize your your emotions. If you think it's just about you expressing yourself and maybe people are gonna like it, no, use your art to make you some money. But have fun with it. Try to try to find a way to have fun with it. So would you rather, like, have your art exist for, like, let's say millennia, but you're never famous in your own time? Or would you want to be, like, famous in your own time and then not have your art forgotten after you die? I don't give a fuck as long as my family is taken care of. Okay. I don't care about any of that shit because once, like, we don't even appreciate the shit that the fucking ancient monks left us. Like, they wrote on the walls with these elaborate-ass pictures and we still like 
I wonder what that meant. We, we still don't even know what that shit means. Like, what, what example? The fucking, they go inside these fucking pyramids. They see all of this shit. Well, no, the they've been able, the Rosetta Zone, they've been able to translate that. And what has it done for us? Nothing. You just learn stuff. Yeah, I don't want that. I mean, they didn't have, like, that much. They were ancient. Like, we've advanced kind of beyond that. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, I think that people are, like, we're going to constantly advance. So I'm not necessarily here. I'm not necessarily trying to. But I do like that the stuff survived. Like, I like looking at ancient architecture yeah, it's, it's nice, and art. But, yeah, but I, I, once I see it, I see it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but you, you like art, so it's all good. But I'm about to get something to eat. Thank yeah. you for allowing me to talk your head off today. Thank you Fake for having club. me. Yeah. If you want to learn about black feminism, that's the next episode Wednesday. It's on black feminism. Black feminism. How are you doing with that? Black feminism. Are you that's, doing your part? It's difficult. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> See you guys.